So Rudy Giuliani shows up to, uh, I think he showed up to the courthouse, I think he was there in person, to uh, litigate on behalf of the president's campaign. And all of these uh, lefty journalists are, are, are tweeting about how dumb Giuliani sounds and how ridiculous all of this is. His arguments make no sense. The judge is exasperated. And I'm sitting here reading this stuff like, what is he doing? Is this really the last breath of the Trump campaign? He refused to concede for what? And then Michael Malice shoves up to my house, right? And I immediately start to, to say some joke referencing Trump's ultimate master plan that after everything that's kind of just gone wrong, he's yet to announce. And then right before I finish the joke, Lydia shows me a, ta- uh, a tweet. Shoved my phone in his face. Shoved her phone in my face of Wayne County, Michigan, which is Detroit, refusing to certify the results of the election. And if they don't, if those votes aren't counted, well, then Michigan is for Trump. Uh, if they don't certify, it goes to the state board and it could ultimately result in State legislators appointing electors and telling them how to vote, which could be the beginning of Trump's real plan. And then I was like, now I can't finish this joke to Michael. <laughs> so anyway, Michael is here. Michael Mouse, everybody. You know him. You'll love him. He's uh, he's wearing his COVID mask because <laughs> he's very responsible. I am. Uh, I don't even know if people can hear you while you're wearing that. Well, I'm not going to say anything interesting. Anyway. No, they can't hear you. <laughs> is that literally true? It's super low. Yeah. Oh, is this better? That's yes. better. Okay. Perfect. So, uh, so here's what happened. Uh, when YouTube took down the Alex Jones podcast... I appealed. I said, you know, here, here's what we can <laughs> Hold do. On. I'm just imagining what? them being like, there ain't no podcast that never was. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, it's never existed. We get a notification. You've been warned. One more strike and we can't upload. We can't stream. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the warning, I'm like, all right. So I, I essentially appealed saying, first of all, can we just clip out the portion in question? And then, then it came out that, you know, Alex actually slowed down the audio and said, I didn't say what everyone thought I said. And that's true. I thought he said something different. And they told me they'll get back to me soon. They're working on it. So I said, you know what? I got a better solution. I invited Michael and Alex right back on the show. Immediately <laughs> said, come back right now. First thing. And we're going to do a whole nother show. Alex is a busy guy. He, he couldn't do it. He was, you know, he was like, I got, he's got a family. He can't come. But Michael was able to come. Not so. busy. No family. <laughs> no family. No loved ones. No, no responsibility. No just, liked ones. Just Aww. loneliness and despair. Yeah. And uh, so he's back on. It's a good song by the end of guys. Yep, yep. But uh, uh, we're also hanging out with Ian, of course. What up? Ian's here. uh, And Sour Patch Lids. I'm here in the corner producing. And um, we're going to start today's show by showing you something very, very important. Can you please show people? Will it work? I can. I'm hoping. Oh, no. no. Too bad. Our monitor broke again. We got to figure out what's wrong with these monitors. Uh, It's the Ron Paul It's Happening GIF. It's it's Ron Paul. I hate it when people pronounce GIF. It's GIF. No, it's not. It's GIF. I no, it's not because GIF is a brand of peanut butter. Because the guy who invented it said it. I don't care what he says. He's, He's wrong. wrong. I agree. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's like Richard They're not Stallman. pronounced Sour Patch Kides. It's, not, it's, 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 it's not pronounced Magic. What is the history of the giant, word GIF? A, 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 a Magic Giant cast a spell on his GIF? Yeah, but it's Giggity, what, not what Jiggity. What do you get for Christmas? Gifts? Yes. Gifts? Gifts. Gifts? Susie Mom's shoes Gifts? It is GIF and the discussion. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyone who says "end of discussion" is automatically wrong. <laughs> it's probably GIF. There you go. GIF. Thank you. GIF. Yeah. But the G is silent. GIF. Yeah, Are yeah. we really starting the show by arguing That's about wonderful. GIF and GIF? I'm not arguing yet, but you're gonna. No. <laughs> I have the documents. All, all right. right. If you haven't already, smash the like button, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, we do the show live Monday through Friday, uh, 8 p.m. We have clips up throughout the day, and uh, my friends, it is it is happening. The first story, which we are having monitor display problems, but um, I got the story from Patch. 
Wayne County deadlocks on election results certification. The vote was along party lines and the two Republicans on the board voted against certification. This is it. This is this is this how it starts? Trump's going to win. Is this how it is? You know what I was thinking? And, and we'll read through this. I'll go through the details. But here's what I was thinking earlier. I was like, if if Trump wins in Pennsylvania with this Giuliani thing, which it sounded like he's it sounded like he, he wasn't going to win. Could this be like election night, but drawn out over a month? Yep. Remember election nights like all they're all cheering. It's slowly coming in. They're all laughing. The New York Times said Hillary Clinton, 99 percent. And then slowly over, over the night, it started to shift to Trump their little meter. And then they, then the, the Democrats and the, lip, the left started sweating and getting scared. And then finally it ended with them dropping to their knees and screaming. And now I'm like, they were literally dancing in the streets. And I'm not saying Trump's going to win just yet, but I'm, I'm looking at this and it's like, if Michigan refuses to certify because of questions, basically, this is a really interesting. They're saying there's like unbalanced vote books or something like that. Like th- there's a discrepancy. It doesn't make sense. And the Republicans are like, I'm not signing off on that. And so now it's got to go to the state board and the state board might be like, I'm not signing off on that either. And then what? Uh, it takes me back to like the Middle Ages when you had two popes. I think Trump should just set up basically an office in Trump Tower and declare himself president <laughs> and start nominating people at the Supreme Court. What happens? laws. <laughs> what happens if we have two people claiming to be president? We had that in 1876. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then they, they, they enacted a panel that came to decide who would be the real president. And it was completely partisan and basically yep. they had to cut this deal. But yeah, and then he stole the election from Samuel, Samuel Tilden, who was a New York governor at the time. Wow. All right. Let's, let's, let's read this and we'll, we'll get an idea of what's going on. They say the Wayne County Board of Canvassers on Tuesday failed to certify the county's November 3rd election results, splitting the vote certify two to two. The vote was along party lines with Monica Palmer, the board chairperson, and William Hartman, both Republicans, voting against certification. Board Vice Chair Jonathan Kinlock and Alan Wilson, both Democrats, voted in favor. With Wayne County failing to certify the results, it must provide all election documents to the Michigan Secretary of State Office and State Board of Canvassers. According to Michigan election guidelines, those entities will then have 10 days to certify the results. So maybe that's what happens. Maybe this is just a fluke. Maybe the Republicans are, oh, I'm not going to do it, but it's going to be done. And Trump's still going to lose Michigan, right? Sure. That's a possibility. Yeah. I think it's probably a likelihood. You think that? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think what's the bigger, I think I'm shocked to what extent people on the right have realized this is a long battle and it's not about this particular election. And they're realizing there's real value just as there was for the left in 2016, to cast aspersions and muddy the waters and make people not trust the process. Because at the end of the day, an expression I hate, but I'm going to use anyway, there's no reason to be represented by someone who doesn't represent you. It, it's, it's, yeah. you know, democracy is this very wacky idea that doesn't really hold up uh, to much muster if you think about it. So you're saying like the Democrats challenging, disputing all the election, like all of this stuff, the Republicans were like, okay, let's play ball. Yeah. It's like, yeah. not only that, at the very least, there was, uh, there were a couple people on Twitter who were like these kind of like, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Vichy Republicans who were like, oh my, uh, John Bolton, uh, who should be, well, I, am I allowed to say that he should be in, um, a federal corrections facility? He should be, he, he should be in prison for crimes. Yeah. Am I allowed I to say that? Okay. I believe so. Okay. I would think yes. so respectfully and cared for very well with with you know three meals a day and access to the gym and all that let's stuff. put it this way i had a poll on my twitter does john bolton belong in gitmo and 90 percent mm-hmm. of the people said yes so i'm not taking a stand on that issue um but the point being <laughs> he for the first time in his life was on abc news with martha radich whatever her name is uh telling that the republicans have to explain to the voters you know what's going on it's like this is the first time in his life john bolton told the president not to wage war <laughs> It was absolutely amazing. But I think what, I think what conservatives and not conservatives, even people who are just skeptical 
of the cathedral, of the corporate press, uh, the people who did Tulsi dirty, the people who did Yang dirty, the people who did Bernie dirty, and, and uh, you know all these corporate conglomerates are realizing these are not your friends. Mitch McConnell will always be closer to Joe Biden yep. than he will be to you, and vice versa. And I think that populism makes corporate America very, very nervous. Oh, yeah. Because they want you at home watching Big Bang Theory, watching ABC News, you know, eat your tripe and swaddle and be happy and be content. And when people are like, I'm not happy, I'm not content, they all the messaging after the election, sit down and shut up. Submit. Sit down and shut up. Submit. 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 They spent three, four years looking at irregularities from 2016. They wouldn't spend three or four days looking at irregularities. In, uh, and it's amazing how uh, when Russia's running the election in 2016, you know, it's a huge threat to our democracy. And now 2020, no evidence. Everything's great. Yeah, it's, Russia's gone. Russia's Don't worry gone. about it. Yeah, yeah. You know that John Oliver did oh, a 20-minute segment uh, in November of last year about Dominion voting's I think I think Dominion specifically I'm not entirely sure but he talked about voting machines and how there was very serious concerns about the lack of security it's a serious threat 20 minutes and he shows all of this evidence he showed a video where a woman hacked into a voting machine in under 2 minutes and then he's all shocked he's like 2 minutes it's current year and then like everyone's cheering and laughing now he did a segment saying Trump is wrong to suggest there's foul play and these machines are all great and sh- sh- sit down and shut up yeah. And I think what 2016 was about was a lot of people who didn't care about politics saying, yeah, I'm not going to sit down and I'm not going to shut up. And there's nothing you can do about it because I love being an American. Mm-hmm. And and that was that's actually it goes back to Reagan Gorbachev. I'm showing my age if my, <laughs> if my gray hair didn't do it already. This was like a humor is a great mechanism to undermine, you know, authorities and, and elites. And, well, go ahead, Tim. No, no, no. Okay. no keep on, keep on. So Reagan was talking to Gorbachev and this is this joke about how like a. Uh, you know, in Russia, in America, um, you know, you could go into the Oval Office, bang your fist on the, de- on the resolute desk and say, I don't think you're doing, uh, the president's doing a good job. And the Russians like, we can do the same thing. It's like, really? Go, yeah, you go to Red Square, bang your fist on Gorbachev's desk and say, I don't think Reagan's doing a good job. <laughs> so it's ha ha ha. But th- they're very much an attempt on social media to try to be like, okay, these, this is outside the realm of what is acceptable discussion. And you right. can't do that when everyone has their own account. It becomes technically and, and uh, like socially impossible to implement. So let's, let's follow up here because this is where it, it gets interesting. Why didn't they want to certify? So they say, following the vote, board members argued about allowing politics to become part of the vote. Palmer said she did not have full confidence in how votes were calculated due to a high number of out-of-balance absentee ballot books and said all votes outside the city of Detroit where the majority of unbalanced books were found, should be certified. Other board members disagreed. It's my hope that the state will take over and work with the clerks. I smell politics, another board member rebuked. Tuesday's meeting, which was held via Zoom for interested members of the public, did not go off without issue. While it was scheduled to begin at 3 p.m., issues caused the meeting to be delayed nearly two hours. The board also capped the online meeting at 100 attendees, meaning many people were unable to attend the public meeting. Capacity was then expanded to 300 people and quickly filled up once more. Technical issues prior to the start of the recording. Don't really care about all this stuff. Canvassers discussed a number of precincts that were out of balance, meaning the number of signatures of people who signed into the polling locations to vote was not the same as the number of people who actually voted at the respective location. 
That's not possible. There's no, there, there's no, evi- there's no evidence <laughs> there's that no there's God. any voting irregularities. There's no evidence. You're no right. evidence. Zero evidence. The only it's, – it's so obvious, Michael. The Republicans are just stealing the election. Stealing the election. There's no irregularities. They Never. must be lying. Yeah. yeah. Think about that, though. What, what did they say? The number of signatures of people who signed into the locations is not the same as the number of actually voted. That's crazy. Did they get the number, the discrepancy number by any chance? Uh, let me, well, let me, they, they say there's a simple explanation. They say out-of-bounds precincts can be caused by simple events. However, such as someone visiting a polling location, signing in, and then leaving later because the line is too long, and they have another obligation. Should the current decision of the board of Wayne County canvassers hold through the adjournment of today's meeting, the board of state canvassers will be responsible for certifying the Wayne County election, Michigan Secretary of State Joycelyn Benson said in a statement. In similar circumstances in the past, state canvassers have appointed the Bureau of Elections to carry out the process of canvassing the vote and voter totals. The Bureau stands ready to fulfill this duty, and we expect this will address clerical errors and improve the quality of the canvas overall. Quote, it is common for some precincts in Michigan and across the country to be out of balance by a small number of votes, especially when turnout is high. Importantly, this is not an indication that any votes were improperly cast or counted. You see? Michigan election law prohibits a precinct that is out of balance to be recounted, however. Interesting. But the Michigan Secretary of State office said that in Wayne County, precincts that are out of balance without explanation can still be recounted as long as the number of ballots in the container matches the statement of votes on the tabulator. Many containers have not yet been opened, according to the SOS. Wait, what? How have they not yet been opened? Don't they got to count them? Wow. They say unbalanced precincts have historically been a problem in Detroit where 72% of polls booked in the August primary were out of balance. Whoa, 72%? That's not a simple explanation. How do you, how do you explain that? I, 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 I don't know. I don't have a yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. They say in 2016, <laughs> when Donald Trump won, a state audit in Detroit found a series of mismatched Detroit vote totals in the presidential election, attributing them to human error and not widespread voter fraud. During the presidential election, 71% of precincts could not be balanced, but the audit reduced the magnitude of the discrepancies significantly. Dialogue between the county elections worker and board members focused, on, on, uh, focused around how the unbalanced precincts weren't just in Detroit, but across the entire county. The worker told board members that due to the significant volume of absentee ballots, local election officials were stretched to the limit. Tuesday was the deadline for counties in Michigan to certify their results. In Wayne County, Democratic President Joe Biden defeated Trump 587,000 to 264,000. Wow. If they don't certify this, Trump goes up, what, 220, 200 yeah. some odd, uh, more than that, 260, 280? What is that? I'm bad at math. 200 and some thousand, almost 300,000 votes. But also, it's just going to make both sides think this is something completely fishy and and not have any kind of sense of validity in the outcome of the election, uh, yep. which is something that I think is a very healthy phenomenon. This is Trump's political path to victory, not legal. The political path is that, uh, well, it's, it's arguably illegal with no certifications. If Biden doesn't reach 270, then there's a contingent election in the House of Delegations. It's one vote per state. Right. And the Republicans have that. Yep. So that Trump Trump will win. Yeah. So it makes you wonder about Trump being so confident. Oh, that's possible. So it's possible that neither will get 270. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. How many, what what is Michigan? 16? I think so. How many electoral votes? Let's, uh, let's, let's check. (laughs) Michigan results. I have a theory about, uh, yeah, 16. Yeah. That would put, uh, Biden to two, uh, 290. Okay. Then he would... And Pennsylvania's 20. So then he would need to lose one more. Nevada? Oh, my God. Or Georgia. Or Georgia. I think Nevada oh, makes yeah. more sense. So in Nevada, Clark County just negated 
or they're refusing to certify one election. And that's 153,000 ballots on the line because one of their elections for commission is for, uh, I forgot, it's a county C commissioner or something like that. They said that there's too many discrepancies, too many ballots with like missing signatures and stuff like that, that could change the results of that race. And so they're going to hold a special election. But Trump is saying, well, that's on the same ballot. If you've got these discrepancies and you're throwing out this election, then we're, you know, the whole race is, 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 you know, should be challenged. They're arguing it shouldn't, maybe. Nevada's what, six? Yeah. So that would put, that would put Biden at 264. (sighs) Nobody wins. Contingent election. Trump is president. Wow. I have a theory. I was thinking about this. Why is Trump launching these lawsuits that seem to be almost frivolous? Oh, and, by, and historically, even though he talks a lot about launching lawsuits, like he said he was going to sue Rosie O'Donnell famously back when they had their feud. And if you go back and look at the clips, they're hilarious. Um, <laughs> but he never does it. Right. So this was unusual. Trump refuses to concede. But then he launches a whole bunch of lawsuits, some of which I think the arguments make sense. I was I was reading, uh, you know, the way it was described by several different law scholars through various publications was three Hail Marys that Trump would have has these arguments that are kind of ridiculous long shots. So we saw Rudy Giuliani was uh, uh, was litigating today for on behalf of Trump or whatever, whatever the phrase. I don't know. He was testifying or it's not a criminal case, civil case. So he was arguing, you know, we've got six hundred eighty two thousand ballots that weren't properly observed. And the judge is basically like, what am I supposed to do? Disenfranchise the whole state? This is crazy. And so a lot of people have been mocking the Trump campaign. These long shots will never win. Maybe they never were supposed to win. Maybe maybe the lawsuits were just meant to give Trump an excuse as to why he's not conceding. Think about it this way. If Trump doesn't concede and the race is called for Joe Biden 306 to 232, and then Trump just says, oh, by the way, I'm not going to concede. I'm also not doing anything else. I'm going to wait. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the Republicans in Michigan say, we're not going to certify this. And then Trump goes, oh, gee, oh, look at that. It's going to be really weird. People are going to be like, what is this? Trump refused to concede, waited, and the Republicans didn't certify? He was planning this, right? Yeah, it was a scheme the whole time. Yeah. I'm not saying that Trump actually conspired in any such way, but I will say maybe it's because other people have suggested, you know, uh, on the left that Trump's lawsuits are like meritless. What's he doing? He's, he, maybe he was just buying time to get to the certification process. And then one by one, the, the states refused to certify and then Trump, that's it. With this announcement that the Wayne County board is not going to certify, Trump no longer needs any lawsuits. He can simply say, did you see what happened in, in Detroit? Wait, have you looked at his Twitter feed? Has he addressed this? this we should look at that. Jenna Elias was his attorney. Right. She's yeah, the one who Jenna tweeted Ellis, this out. Yeah. So oh, sorry, yeah. this is a, such an interesting precedent because I think that once Michigan does this, all these other states are going to feel a little more comfortable to be like, yeah. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. Exactly. Our election isn't quite on either. Maybe we're going to have to do what Michigan did. I don't know. Just spitballing. I have wow. no idea. I think you're right that he's buying time. I think you. I think yeah, I think so too. Also, he's using taxpayer money to fund these lawsuits, Nothing. right? He didn't tweet about it. <clears throat> but what else is interesting is that he is giving his base what he what they want, which is a finger to the media. Yep. Right. The media told them sit down and shut up, mm. submit, and he's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that, and it's going to drive people that you hate crazy. And that's Joe Biden is Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They're a lot less upset about this than people like Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. Why didn't Kamala Harris? Resign from the Senate. That's such a good question. To get to—is uh, this a punchline? No, I, it's a, a legitimate <laughs> question. She has not to yet resigned the from the Senate, Senate. because yeah, she couldn't right. figure out how to unlock her pen. I don't know. She's oh. waiting until the last minute. But so, uh, what, what was it? Obama who resigned almost immediately. I think so Mike Pence didn't, though, right? He waited they're they're until, taking, but, but I, I'm not. I'm not saying they, she has to or she does. I'm saying she's taking it seriously that 
Trump might win. Yeah, for sure. So here's what I'm saying. What's well, not? I don't, I don't think that's true. I think there might be some votes that are very close between now and January. The Republicans might do some shenanigans, so she doesn't want to lose that seat. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If Trump wins. No, but even if Trump, the, the point being, like the Republicans have the Senate majority. If she leaves the Senate, the Democrats are down one vote, right? And they they might be trying to pull that's some, true too. Some that's a good point. Right, right, right. Regarding know, Trump and not following through with lawsuits before, I was thinking because it was would have been private lawsuits, he had actually pay for the Rosie O'Donnell thing out of his own pocket. But I think the taxpayers are paying for these no. lawsuits of his right now. No. He's funding them personally. Yes. Oh, yes. wow! And he's raising money for good it for him coming from his campaign or whatever. So what I'm saying is, right now, Trump is not tweeting about it. He says, "Oh, whoa! Breaking news! What?" I just you, tweeted about this. Are you messing with me? No. Second Georgia County finds thousands more votes. Majority for Trump. <gasps> this is it's crazy. Hey, is this is happening. This is the listen, yes. listen, listen, listen. Hold on. Thank you, Ron. First of all, Ron Paul Trump's Trump's not tweeting about Michigan. He's not. Why he's not? Distracting you with Georgia. Yes. Yes. He's jab, not just jab, that. He right fired hook. Krebs. Yeah, man. Because the real strategy is to do. one by one. The Republican boards won't certify. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe it's just wishful thinking. I have no idea. Guys, we're forgetting Hillary Clinton might still become president. And here's <laughs> oh how. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, no. No, Michael. So what, what is this? Turn. It's her turn. Oh. She just got to get in her broom. Oh, a, my gosh. Check this out. A second county in Georgia has found a memory card with thousands of votes that have not been uploaded. What? The majority of which were for Donald Trump. No evidence. There's oh, no, evidence. Gabriel, no evidence. There's no, no evidence. evidence. How could that no be evidence. True? Gabriel Sterling. This is Secretary Russian misinformation. <laughs> I say this is a Russian who's misinformed. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> okay, hold on. What's the number? Wow. This is this is insane. Do you know that I uh, hate chaos. It makes me uncomfortable. You know when I, I play <laughs> when I when I play magic, I'm all about red and blue. Uh for those that are not familiar, it's the chaos colors. But uh anyway, I digress. Did you know that 800 2600 votes being found is like historical? That's a big deal. So I I'm reading all these articles, you know, uh, I think it was Scott Walker who tweeted in recounts, you typically find a hundred, a couple hundred votes. There's no way Trump is going to overcome these odds in, in a place like Georgia. Georgia's down. It's, it's the lead is like 13,000. Now they found in, what was it? Was it Fulton County? They found 2,600 votes uncounted. 800 net gain for Trump. That is the second highest, according to a bunch of these articles where they said the most we've ever seen was in Florida. They did the recount, uh, but a bunch of different counties and then, uh, Gorg ended up gaining like 1,300. And they said that was massive. Now they're saying they found 800 for Trump in a recount. Now they're saying they found thousands more. This is historically unprecedented but as it, far as I know. But it's also historically largely unprecedented for the media to insist on not looking into yeah. things about elections. Yep. For the media to insist it's over. We called it the when Kaylee McEnany, White House press secretary of uh, Fox News, uh, you know, pulled. They're like, oh, we can't be repeating what she's saying. Let's yeah, pretend. Yeah, pulled Kabuto, away. Kabuto. Let's pretend <clears throat> for, the, for the sake of argument that she's saying complete lies and misinformation. It is very important if the White House press secretary who is speaking for the president is lying to the American public. So we for us to hear what she's saying. Now, you can go after that and give context and be like, here's why she's lying and this is wrong. But to not let you hear what is coming out of the White House, right. I don't think anyone who's a historic leftist would like corporate media to have that kind of power over the government. This was Floyd County where they found 800. They've now found a total of 1,570. Wait, it's called Floyd County? The, that, I, the irony. Oh, the my irony. God. If there's oh a goodness. George County, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. No, so, so the second one is Fayette County. They found 1,577 for Trump and 1,128 for Biden. Biden's statewide advantage is now down to 12,929. In two counties, 
they found these missing votes. Trump just jumped up. On a what, memory four, card? On different memory cards that weren't being uploaded. What? How do oh, you? I'm so, I'm so, okay. Let's, I'm not going to, I have my Alex Jones tinfoil hat in my house. I might put it on eBay. The do point it. being, if I'm, an, if I'm working for the uh, county, if I'm trying to get votes counted, how are there not re- contingencies to make sure that things are uploaded in more than one location, there's backups, especially when dealing about thousands of votes. Like regardless of who you want to be in the presidency, like this is the kind of thing where systems have to be in place so the human error is not possible. This is very known. Like this is why you balance a checkbook. Yep. This, this is crazy. What? Oh, there's more? Are you messing? Am I being trolled? I'm not. I'm not I being. Hate, I'm not I telling hate, you. I hate trolling. The recovered <laughs> votes may also help uh, David Perdue running for Senate. <gasps> Get the 50%. Yes. And then he wins. See, you knew. I knew what? Get to 50%. Yeah. They found ballots and they say he's uh, uh, he's very close. He's 14,000 votes away from securing 50% and then keeping the Senate. Could you imagine Trump wins, Republican maintain, Republicans maintain control of the Senate, gain in the House? All of these, all of these Biden people, anti-Trump people who are dancing in the street are going to have the biggest collective meltdown we've ever seen in our lives. Maybe it won't happen, but at this point... I'm just, I'm done. I've been saying for a while, I think Biden's going to win. It's the most likely. I'm out. Sorry. Nope. I have no idea what's going to happen. I, it could be Trump. This is, this is crazy stuff. Look, when, we, when I first, when I heard, when, when Lydia shows me the phone that Wayne County's refusing to certify the results, what could throw the, could, th- could throw the whole state into question. I'm like, no way. Can, is this going to happen again? I kind of feel like it might. Nevada, the Clark County thing in Nevada suit going on in Pennsylvania. Who knows? Do you know what this then is? I, then I see this this thing about the, the votes. A second county? This is unprecedented. Do you know what's going to happen if anything like this happens? They're going to do everything in their power to kick out the Electoral College. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, we can't have this trust the states to run their own elections. We need to have a national popular vote. They're going to put mm-hmm. their foot on the accelerator as fast as they can. They're going to call for ending. They've already been calling for ending the Constitution. They're going to say this is a ridiculous process that makes no sense. Not the Constitution, the college. No, I'm saying the Constitution. Who's calling for ending the Constitution? The New Republic wrote an article saying the left needs to fight to end the written Constitution. No. I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm 100% who serious. Who are they talking about, though? Just what do you mean random, talking they about? They say the, the villains need to destroy the Constitution. Is that what the they said? It was an article. The New Republic is a leftist publication. It's a very prominent one. And they said it's time for the left to start fighting to end the Constitution. But it wasn't like a, a someone in in the Senate that wanted to do it. No, 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 just leftists. Okay. But this is their thought crazy leaders. Yeah. yeah, these are yeah, yeah. exactly saying it's crazy. Just, crazy has no meaning in politics. It just, I mean, Good it, point. If, you're crazy. Crazy, if you're crazy, you have power, you can do whatever you want. The Constitution is making it so that Trump might actually have lost the popular vote and the Electoral College, but still, still result wins. in Trump winning the presidency. Holler and they're going to argue against the Electoral College. As the founding fathers wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to an yep. extent. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's really funny when I see them say democracy is broken, you know, this perhaps a system. Our democracy. They don't say democracy. They say our democracy, which means their democracy. And they say say things like perhaps a system created by 200 year old, you know, 250 year old slave owners was not a good system. And they argue that the, 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 the Republicans represent the minority of this country. You know, they, they represent, you know, 13 million less people. And I'm like, that's on purpose. It's literally why the system was created the way it is, to prevent majority abuse. I don't think these people realize what it would be like to live in a country of pure democracy, where it's like whatever's popular is mandated. You want minority rule. And there's a really good, a really good example. There was a period when uh, marijuana was the minority. 
and people were going to jail for smoking it. But now, one by one, these states are starting to legalize it and starting to become the majority opinion. You you need to create a space where the minority can speak up and say, we're going to do this. That's why the other college makes sense. So that California, as its own jurisdiction, can say we're legalizing recreational you know, pot. And then all the other states can start doing it and then eventually get a Supreme Court ruling and boom, there it is, nationwide, legalized. Yeah. Under the, the way they want to see it, we would just be an authoritarian lockdown country with everyone would be terrified of what the majority opinion was and it would be lowest common denominator law. Yeah. Everything would just be like whatever most people agree with is the law. It's whatever not even most people video. agree with. It's whoever they can get the most to the polls. Right. So it's not even about who the voice of the people. It's just about the voice. Of, people. Yeah, yeah. And they were just talking about like uh, voter coercion from like the 1800s. They'd be out there with their guns, you know, making sure people voted or didn't vote or having people vote twice with yeah. the disguise on and just all <laughs> sorts of. Yeah, on. literally. No, he's it, not joking. No, like, I know. Like coercion, voting, co- voter coercion, that kind of thing. Is there more? No, I was just seeing people were saying something about uh, Michael's Trump, hard to hear Trump, because Trump. of his mask. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is true. Is that Sorry. what they're saying? No yeah. one don't get me sick. No one cared who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> then they were complaining. <laughs> who is this guy? He won't why, even why sound right. Hear him? All right. I, I did the but bit. But it was a beautiful mask. All right. I, com- I committed to the bit. That was a good bit. <laughs> you, you did. You full that, yeah. on did. You, you know sure what it was? Did. It was because you couldn't get your mouth to the microphone. Okay. Because yeah. you were like floating behind it. It was also creating like a weird echo. Now you sound normal. So my thought is, if Trump loses, Twitter's going to ban him within a week. No, not even within a week. They'll just ban him immediately. Facebook already removed president from his account. Yeah. You see that? They won't ban him while he's president. Trump's account no longer says president. It says political candidate. Amazing. Dude, we are still I'm sorry. By every measure. Yes. And I'm telling you, man, we might not be in what people think is like a legit full-on ground war, but this is a, a battle and it's extrajudicial. It's extra legal. It is outside the confines of what of anything. And it is manipulation, propaganda, and an attempt to seize power. Period. In, in yeah, in my book, the New Right, I this I talk about this in 1992. Pat Buchanan, who is a very uh, complex and troubling figure in many ways, got on the floor of the Republican convention and said, "We're in a cultural war, and we don't know if Barbara Bush." literally clutched clutched her pearls uh andrew cuomo who was governor of new york at the time said culture what does that word mean the nazis used that word you know and they were all freaked out and in that one regard he was absolutely right that there has been a systemic assault for over a hundred years uh by certain very nefarious forces on the population of this country and only now thanks to the internet in my opinion and technology are people realizing oh they've been at this for a long time and these are really bad people I have to, I, you know, I have to wonder about all this and, and, uh, cause I've been hearing from a lot of people, Trump's master plan, release the Kraken, all this stuff. And I'm like, it's just never happens. Nothing crazy like this ever happens. It's always usually boring. 2016 was crazy. 2016 it was, I know. never happened, right? That was nuts. Hillary's emails was so nuts. Crazy that year. Bizarre scandal. You look at who Joe Biden is trying to appoint now to his cabinet. Major corporations, banks, lobbyists. Oh, yeah. He's a corporatist. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all the same. Rummy. And you hear what he said? He's not going to go after Trump. Yeah. He's not going to investigate Trump for any of these crimes, and he's going to try and bring unity to the country. He, he, this is a thing that I like a lot about Joe Biden. Uh, and I, I think it, this is going to be hard for people to hear from me because I'm such a fire breather. He genuinely is, I think, upset by how divided this country is. He genuinely thinks this is an opportunity for him to bring people together. He genuinely has worked very well with Republicans. He boasted about working well with segregationists for Christ's sake <laughs> during so, the campaign. So I think it hurts him on a, like a visceral level. He's been a senator since 1972. But, and he's like this. I'll just one more point. Just like this is his opportunity to be like, all right, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. 
and try to reach out to the other side. I don't think so. Because he opened his campaign talking about Charlottesville. Lying. Talking about fine people. He lied right out of the gate. What right he, from the beginning. What I disagree... I think what he was trying to do there was divide the Trump Republicans and mm. the old school Republicans, the pre-Trump Republicans, and make that coalition. I think he's a corrupt, dirty, rotten liar who's in it to enrich himself and his family. And There's a difference between that and the depravity of like the Clintons. Like yeah. an old school machine politician sure. who just makes a bank. They're all, they all do that. I think that's very different between someone who's that and just really just nefarious. Like when Bill Clinton bombed Sudan during impeachment, like he blew up a factory that was <laughs> making medicine just to change the headlines. This wow. guy should be in jail and we don't talk about it. Yeah. Do you remember pre, were you politically active in the 80s much? Or before that? Uh, uh, before that? I don't know. I don't know, do I don't know if you're I 60 or 30, <laughs> I know, man. I know, I know, time I know, ageless, I know I'm a yeah. lich. I'm an ancient evil from time immemorial. But no, I was not politically <laughs> active in the 80s. Me neither. Um, but the Clintons seemed like they were like young hippies. I like he's like, oh, me either. I, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, just so you know. <laughs> anyway, I just ask it. But the Clintons seemed like they were like young, cool hippies. And then they just got co-opted. No, what are you talking about? Hillary was a young Republican. didn't She was a Goldwater girl. Yeah, she worked with Goldwater. Yeah, Bill Come was on, like dude. a hippie, smoking no, they were, weed. But then they went 60s. to college. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. David Brock, his book was called The Seduction of Hillary Rodham. And it's all about how she got turned. You know, yeah, and they, and they got co They seem like they got power hungry and co-opted. But that wasn't what, what, what about What about the conspiracy that Bill was never actually president, that he was just the puppet for Hillary? <laughs> what? That's nonsense. Dude, we know that Hillary threw a lamp at him in the Secret Service <laughs> to know what to do. <laughs> Chairman Mao's Did wife. Did you know about this? Yeah. No, no. I didn't. During the Monica, I wasn't politically active in the nineties. Okay, <laughs> D- during the uh, whole impeachment drama with Hillary and Bill and Monica and all this, there was a huge fight in the White House, the private suite, and Hillary threw a lamp at Bill. He had a mark in his face the next day. Wow! And there was a discussion in the Secret Service. What's the protocol <laughs> if the first lady is literally assaulting the president? Domestic abuse. On yeah, the president, they didn't know what yeah. to do. Wow. wow! What did they do? Nothing. Well, but, well, they got murdered. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Oh, God. All right, that's it. We're banned. Clearly, they were murdered. I think she fun. was the power behind Bill. That doesn't surprise no, me. No, 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 no. What happened? This is what this is what people this is what the boomer cons don't realize about Hillary. Okay, in '93 she campaigned. In '92 they campaigned. They go two for the price of one. Right? This the oh we're gonna I, I didn't take my husband's name for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets in the White House. She says, "I want to run something." That was the quote. She just wanted power. They put her in charge of healthcare. <laughs> which is something she had no experience with. She held the meetings in secret to remake a sixth of the economy. Just We're, we're just going to – no, yeah. secret meetings. She bungled it so badly that the Republicans got Congress for the first time in 40 yeah. years. <laughs> and after that, they vanished her. And Rush Limbaugh at the time used to have segments on a show called Hillary Sightings. Wow. Because they would just have her like reading children's books like once a month after that because they completely disappeared her because she was so unpopular. She only became popular after when she could play the victim card when Bill was kind of, you know, yeah. wanking to the White House sink. <laughs> is that That's, what he was doing that was in the star report yeah he yeah, beat really? off into the sink next to the oval office you didn't know this oh, yeah, i was a little kid what a good time well, i mean yeah i know i know the general uh no no he, he did he finished into the sink oh okay he he out. Hor- horrible they put it to him on the stand for you that? know what i, I that? this is the first i've heard of it that's awesome when did how did that come out uh, i mean probably out at the tip uh, no no that's not how i meant <laughs> but th- oh well thank God. you for clarifying um oh, oh god uh so she stood by her man, then they made her governor? Senator. Um, I'm not a really political. Uh, <laughs> Do you know where babies come from? <laughs> I'm starting to learn. 
Thank you. When a president loves an intern very much. So it looks like <laughs> he has a box of cigars. It looks like Chairman Mao's <laughs> wife was the power behind the Cultural Revolution Madame in China. Madame Mao, yeah. yeah. Madame Mao. And I wonder if Hillary had that kind of psychotic prowess. How how insane was it that they tried to run Hillary in 2016? And there were like who, who was it? Martin Martin O'Malley and like who was the other uh, Lincoln Chafee? It was like they had just and grabbed Jim some. Webb. They were like they, they were they were trying to find candidates to prop up to make it seem like Hillary was actually running. And they like walked into the hallway and they grabbed like the janitor and the and the you know the. But they also manager. grabbed Bernie and he almost won. <laughs> no, Bernie wasn't supposed to be. I know he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the internet, which is why. Barack Obama is so scared of the internet right now. Oh, tell me uh, about that. That's, oh, yeah. this is, that is a great Tim Pool segue. That was segue. you have a musical cue, Tim Pool segue. <laughs> and, uh, what, what a what a coincidence! Oh, we have crazy. an article about this. Uh-huh. Obama said the internet is quote the single biggest threat to our democracy. Why? Because people were sharing memes of Whoa. Pepe the Frog, and I, then they voted for Donald Trump. I think I see. A perspective of what he might have meant that corporate power is the that, most yeah, dangerous. That's right. And like Twitter. You think that's what Barack Obama meant, corporate power? I don't know. Nah. I'm I know. Of, I do know. Maybe he meant like Twitter being able to ban whoever they want is the up. biggest threat. You, because it seems like a very money? vague statement. I want to <laughs> no. know the greater context. Are you being ironic? No, I'm just wondering what the greater context is. The greater context like. actually is not as nefarious as the headlines make it out to be. Oh, okay. What's the context? Let's read the quote. Obama said, Now you have a situation in which large swaths of the country genuinely believe. That the Democratic Party. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Is a front. <laughs> I was for born for, overseas for a pedo ring. <laughs> and he I, says it was, I was a certificate of live birth. <laughs> I was talking to a volunteer who was going to door to door in Philadelphia in low income African American communities and was getting serious que- was getting questions about QAnon conspiracy theories. He was asked, "Is this new malevolent information architecture bending the moral arc away from justice?" He said, "I think it's the biggest threat to our democracy." Later in the interview. Obama makes it quite clear that much of his concern is specifically about the Internet, which he is also quite clear isn't going away. And the big platforms that sort of that sort and distribute most of the Internet for most people. He said, I don't hold the the tech companies entirely responsible because this predates social media. It was already there. But social media has turbocharged it. I know most of these folks. I've talked to them about it. The degree to which these companies are insisting that they are more like a phone company than they are like the Atlantic, I do not think is tenable. I actually agree with that. This, it's, it's, it's bunk. They, I agree with him. Yeah. And with you. Yeah. They are making editorial choices, whether they've buried them in algorithms or not. The First Amendment doesn't require private companies to provide a platform for any view that is out there. At the end of the day, we're going to have to find a combination of government regulations and corporate practices that address this because it's going to get worse. If you can penetrate crazy lies and conspiracy theories just with texts, imagine what you can do when you can make it look like you or me say anything on video. And we're pretty close to that now. Goldberg says it's the famous Steve Bannon strategy. Flood the zone with human waste. He swore, but, you know, we don't. He said if we do not have the capacity to distinguish what's true from what's false, then by definition, the marketplace of ideas doesn't work. And by definition, our democracy doesn't work. We are entering into an epistemological epistemological crisis so uh i think it's amazing the idea that the marketplace of ideas doesn't work but having corporations and government work together to tell you what the truth is is really a healthier alternative i know that's not the academic definition of fascism that all the leftists like to use no it's the that's the mussolini mussolini invented fascism right 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 but the actual like 
now academic is ultra nationalism, everything, you know, the individual is sacrificed for this for the greater good of the state. Let, let me t- I, so but right. The lucrative merger of corporate. There's something and state else was, that, that so Mussolini, there's a, an amazing book by John Diggins that came out in the 70s called Mussolini in America, the uh, Mussolini and fascism view for America. Before Hitler, Mussolini was really looked at as this great, great figure. I talk about this also in the new right, because you had the Great Depression. Uh, capitalism doesn't work. You don't want to be like Russia. This was the third way. Mussolini was regarded as the moderate figure. Um, and fascism is based on a rejection of reason. And it's about the will and the will to power. When Obama says, yes, we can, that is quintessential fascism. It's just a fascism with a smile on its face and that people like. But that is the idea. It's like, okay, Mussolini, how are you going to make the uh, railroads run in time? And you're going to have this spending on military and you're going to give everyone a job. We'll figure it out. Because we're Italians and we can do it. That is the fascist model. Now, of course, the term has a very nefarious context because you got in bed with Hitler and he's not exactly a nice person. But yeah, it, it's always been part and parcel of um, American culture. This is the crazy thing about all the lockdowns right now and what they're planning. So, you know, just going back to this stuff about Donald Trump potentially winning. If you care about individual freedom, if you care about the right of the working class, if you care about wealth inequality, you do not want Joe Biden to win this. But I, I want to go back to what Obama's saying, because yeah. uh, this is something that's a huge white pill for me, and I think for a lot of people. And in fact, I tweeted about this, uh, and I got more likes than the, than the, uh, uh, the Vox article about it. The point being, they're scared because people aren't looking at them as arbiters of truth anymore. Right. They're telling you, this is what's true. And a lot of people are saying, well, whatever you say, the opposite's true. Yeah. But then there's a lot of people saying, okay. What's the alternative? Let me hear the uh, the other side. And for a very long time, uh, the left couldn't even handle Fox News existing. The fact that Fox News is there and has some kind of alternative to like textbook NPR, Atlantic, New Republic uh, chicanery was drove them crazy. And now Fox News, I mean, they should be so thankful that it's just Fox News because things have gotten well, not much. Well, Newsmax. And then OAN and, and, <laughs> right. and the well, Internet and, you see, and Infowars. You see Newsmax's ratings? Are they, through, are they good? Through the roof, like 750% increase in the span of wow. a week. What happened? I've never Fox, even heard of them Fox before. Fox News is doing a really, really awful job covering what's going on with the election. Now, it's true there's people who want confirmation bias. But this all, it's also true that I'm sitting there watching Fox News. And then they have John Roberts say, there is no evidence of voter fraud. And I'm like, what? Well, wasn't John, There's tons wasn't, of evidence. Wasn't John Roberts the one who was talking about how everyone does, everyone needs to leave the media alone, stop pinging on the media? Well, I'm gonna, oh, yeah, let me sure. say The corporate press is factual but not truthful. There you right. go. So there is no evidence of voter fraud. We're not talking about voter fraud. We're talking about lost votes. Right. No, there is evidence of voter fraud. Okay, but, but you, he was just wrong. Oh, okay, then I'm wrong. So, no, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make him out to be better than he is. I, 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 they're, they're playing <laughs> semantic games. They're, they're trying to replace the word evidence with definitive proof. Right. They're also trying to make it seem like the evidence that needs to be presented to start an investigation is like literal- a videotape of somebody, you know, tearing a ballot. No, 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 not even that. Oh. Because that's not widespread. Well, right, you need yeah, yeah, evidence yeah. of 7,000, you know, a video of 7,000 people all going, we're switching votes for Biden. We're switching this, votes yeah. for Biden. Like and singing a song here. and shuffling the push broom into a, a, into a fire pit. It'd be a good skip. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> that's, that's what they expect. There is evidence. I'll give you one, one example. Nashon Garrett appeared on Laura Ingram saying he got a call from the Voter Integrity Fund. They asked him if he requested an absentee ballot in Arizona. He said, no. Did you vote? No. Well, someone did. He said that straight up on TV. Maybe he's lying. But that's still 
evidence, because the definition of evidence is the available body of information suggesting something may be or signs or indications that something may be. If someone comes out, he's Olympic, he's training for the Olympics. This is a guy of of seeming uh, great repute and honor is saying that wasn't me. I didn't do that. Okay, we got evidence of voter fraud. Is it systemic voter fraud? No. But the way I put it is like this. Imagine you're walking down the street. And you're in, you're, you're in New York City and there's this big building when all of a sudden you hear a fire alarm going off and you go, Oh, geez, a fire alarm. So you call 911 and they say 911 emergency response. And you go, there's a, there's a fire alarm going off. I'm on fifth and, you know, in a, a street or whatever. And they go, well, do you have evidence there's a fire? Well, the fire alarm is going off. I don't know. I'm not going in the building. Well, we don't have evidence of a widespread fire in the building. So we're not going to bother investigating at all. Right. The alarm is going off. That is when the fire department comes out, goes in the building, walks out, false alarm, guys. Someone just tripped the alarm. We we, we reset it. We're good to go. Or they go and say, wow, there's a big fire. What's happening now is we have sworn affidavits. We have whistleblowers. We have massive irregularities. We have the Voter Integrity Fund saying that they found thousands of instances in many different states of people who have moved, changed their addresses and still voted. And now they're saying they found around they did a, a random sampling of around 1700 Republicans asked them, did you request an absentee ballot? About 500 said no. The remainder, they said yes, and they sent it in. But around 450, uh, they say never, the mail never, uh, uh, the, the voting system never received their mail-in ballots. What? Massive discrepancies. So we got more than, the, we, we've got smoke coming out of the windows, <laughs> yeah. and we've got the alarm going off, and they're telling us when we call 911, but that's not evidence of an actual fire. Are you seeing the actual fire? The window, There's a fire. Meanwhile, if, right. you, if you go to yep. Wikipedia right now, and look up the entry for the 2016 election. The very first paragraph, front center, excuse me, it's that pizza. Uh, <laughs> it says there was evidence found that Russia tried right. to interfere in the election. Amazing. Now, what that means is, yeah, if I buy five Facebook ads, then I'm trying to interfere with the election. It's factual, but not true. Technically right. correct. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like if you did, it wouldn't be like America. Or if I were Russia, for example. Well, so, or if so, you were an American, it would, they wouldn't say America is trying to interfere. They'd yeah. say Michael Malice. Yeah. Right. So, so to go back to the point we were, we were bringing up that brought us into that conversation is Newsmax. So when Fox News, uh, let me start with this. Chris Evans posted this clip, famous Captain America Chris Evans. And it's John Roberts saying, Trump's campaign has said not all legal votes have been cast or counted. And not all illegal votes have been excluded. Where they're coming up short is evidence and like our evidence of fraud or whatever. And then Chris Evans starts laughing like, hey, and like, did you Google search it? Because that's not true. John Roberts was not reporting the truth because the lawsuits from Trump. And this is another thing they do. I can't remember uh, which I was watching CNN reality check. They said in Trump's lawsuit, they come out and admit there's no voter fraud. And then they show a highlight on the vo- on the forms. And they don't highlight the portion where it says, we're arguing about 529 ballot irregularities. And then the judge says, so you're, you're not arguing fraud. Uh, not, not to my knowledge here, sir. They weren't saying there was no fraud, period. It was one lawsuit about 500 ballots. The judge said, are you implying there's fraud on these ballots? No, these are about improperly filled out ballots. They took that clip, factual, but not truthful, to manipulate people. So in terms of Fox News, You've got regular people who are like, I literally watched a video of this thing happen, and Fox News said it didn't happen. Later, and they go to Newsmax, or they go to OAN. Newsmax seems to do a fairly good job, though they are extremely biased, but I'll tell you my favorite part of all of this is we hear what what Barack Obama is saying about the internet, right? Brian Stelter of CNN said it's a threat to our democracy that people, that conservatives are going to Newsmax and Parler because they're not being kept in the confines of the the cathedral. Uh, our, it's our democracy always means do what we want. 
It's all, it's interesting that phrase is, uh, getting such, it's such a begging the question kind of thing, assuming that what you're trying to prove when you use that our democracy, you do not regard the people who view things differently than you as part of your democracy. You view them as illegitimate, deplorable, evil, some ugly chumps who need to be Biden cast said. out. Yeah. Well, ugly, uh, ugly chumps. Well, he's not always wrong. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fair. I get real triggered when they say the American people. Whenever someone says that Why? and tries to talk about 350 million yeah, of us yeah. like they know what we're thinking, drives me insane. Oh, no, us? they don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't care about people. And it's it's you know maybe a long time ago the inception of this country it made sense when a congress a congressperson would represent back then a congressman would represent 30,000 people. Now with 750,000, all they're doing, especially in Senate races and for federal federal elections, they're going, they look at numbers, raw numbers, the ratings. It's not about the individuals and what they need. It's about the ratings. So they're looking at this the same as like a TV show is looking at, how did we do in last night's debate? Did we score good in the ratings? And what they, I'm using an analogy, but it's basically how many people liked the show? That's it. I don't think it's that. I think it's more nefarious than that. I think a lot, like for example, when Chris Wallace is moderating the debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And he explicitly says, when they're trying to cr- teach critical race theory, and he calls all it their teaching, trainings. all their teaching is not to be rude to someone who's an immigrant. He didn't, that, he didn't, he didn't even say critical race theory. He said, Trump, you recently banned sensitivity trainings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what? So, no, he didn't. Did you even read it? That's not what he meant. And also to categorize yeah. it in that specific way, let, let's, that's a valid point of view. It's not your place to uh, qualify it and say this is what it means. Let, let each candidate say their point of view, especially if someone banned it. Why did you ban it? Explain to me. Right. That wasn't a debate. Right. It, was, it was literally just set up against Donald Trump. And what I think what's interesting is Fox, which has, I think, by far the most loyal audience of all the networks. I think the average Fox viewer watches like 12 hours a day. They are feeling really uh, um, betrayed that the Fox – uh, the Fox isn't acting like people who watch CNN thinks Fox acts. Yeah. Chris Wallace and Megyn Kelly in 2020 and 2016 were by far the hardest moderators on Donald Trump. Yeah. And now you've, it's really funny because the left keeps saying, like, whenever Fox says something that's bad for Trump, they go, wow, even Fox News is saying it. Even Mitt Romney voted. For right. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mitt Romney. We all <laughs> think he's, you know, a bastion of conservatism. Corporate politicians who who pretend to represent the people. And we're supposed to be surprised. But I, I tell you what's crazy is do like regular people are being snapped out of this and it's like a cascade effect. I guess you call it a white pill. Like, what is that? Like, well, that's the red pill. The white pill is hope. But yeah, the red no, pill. No, that's what I mean. I mean, the white pill, like I, from seeing all these people wake up, it's that there's a path to victory. Exactly. We thought, well, here's the definition of the white pill. Hold on. I wrote it down last time I was here because I want to get the wording exactly right. Notes. I have the documents. He does. Oh, from the Alex, I have the, the documents. Here. Knock, knock. <clears throat> Who's there? Sandy. Sandy who? Didn't you get enough trouble with that, Alex? <laughs> I didn't use that one on the air. Oh, this is the white pill. This is the official definition, you internet nerds. It's possible we will lose. It's 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 impossible that we must lose. Hmm. That's all you need. And now, increasingly, people are just saying, "I'm sick of it." Because in 2008, as I tweeted out, Barack Obama used the internet to get elected. Data mining yep. in 2012, they were all filleting him, so excited. This guy's the greatest thing yep. ever. He n- used Facebook leverage thing. And now that they, it goes the other way, the internet's the biggest threat to our democracy. <laughs> you don't have to have a view on Obama yep. or on the internet to be like, someone is not keeping their story straight. It's like a husband is cheating on you. At a certain point, you're like, these stories just don't add up. I don't believe you. You know what's weird? 
this show has some kind of like barrier. Don't, don't ask me why. It's the beanie. We had on it's Alex a, Jones. It's, no, it's the tin, on. The tin cognitive dissonance. It's, we, no, it's the tinfoil listen, hat. That's the barrier. <laughs> not only did we have on Alex Jones with yeah. Michael, uh-huh. the show got pulled yeah. by YouTube. Uh, Nobody wrote about it. Just the Washington it's, it's Times. cognitive dissonance. What is? People are unable to qualify. It's like, it, it's like. What do they write about? It, it de-verifies. They write about Joe Rogan all the time. No, they don't like, know where to. If they, to, if they start to, to accept it. some of the things we talk about yes. or some of the things, it will, it will viscerate their, their worldview. So they're in their mind. It's like incapable. It's what they call Did cognitive. This, this is, this is the point I made like in the last four years. What if instead of Trump being literally Hitler, he's just like a jerk? What if he's like a mediocre, like William McKinley president, <laughs> right? But if he's just like mediocre and like a C minus, the whole story falls apart. Right. Because then it's like, why am I supposed to be upset? Because guys, it kind of sucks, you know? But it has to be that he's the worst <clears throat> existential threat America's ever had. So it, it's like they don't know how to deal with things that don't fit into their convenient packaging. And it's, it's a it's a uh, complicated system. Like for, for the – for not, I don't like saying the average person because I, I can't speak for other people, but – just trying to learn about the World Economic Forum and, and things oh, yeah. outside of the global, you know, the American the government and even the American government Dallas. itself is super complex. So like to say like president's pretty average, kind of C minus, D plus maybe. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, well, I don't think you were actually saying about Trump. No, you? but I'm, I'm not saying that about Trump. But the point is, like, what if he was? Then, then all because we all know he's like A plus plus, S class, the best of the best. A plus plus, he's, he's, he's a very stable genius. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Which is more than obvious. So you agree he's not the villain? If if you were to go this route, he's not the villain. You know what he's going to say? He's going to say I accomplished everything I wanted to in four years, so I didn't need a second term. Oh yeah. snap! Yeah. You're right. I think you might be right. And then he'll say, "I never lost. It was stolen." He'll yeah. never admit defeat. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we're looking at some goings-on, and maybe he's just like, I won. I won the whole time. Listen, are we, are, are, this wouldn't be the first time a cop stole something. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Civil asset forfeiture. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> um, did you guys hear Jack Dorsey uh, testified? Yeah. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. But he actually said that centralized adjudication of social networks is not scalable. What so does that Jack mean? Dorsey has been whispering sweet nothings into the ears of everyone for the past several years. And I sat in front of him and he said all of the same things he's repeated over and over again. And he is lying. He's saying that every time lying or delusional. He's lying. I think he What's doesn't he have saying power. that's inaccurate. So he said, we want to have a path to redemption two years ago. He's been saying we don't have bias y- years ago. I explained to him how his bias exists in the rules and he still feigns ignorance. Okay. There's no way at this point he's like, I didn't realize that. I don't think he owns. You don't you know, know that though. Tim. It could be people's brains are complicated things. I'm just playing devil's advocate. It could be that when you say things that don't port into his larger worldview, he literally can't process it. I've DM'd with him. Okay, I, I, I'm talking at him. I'm, no, for sure, yeah. sure. I think it's like every single time something bad happens, it's really obvious. He goes, "That was a mistake, and we're yeah. fixing it." And it's like, "Oh, it was a mistake." You know, there was a poll that came out. There's actually two polls showing that when people learned of Hunter Biden's scandal, they regretted voting for Biden. Oh, wow. And they said the percentage point was like five or six percent, which clearly would have given Trump the victory if people had known. The media kept this a a secret. Social media banned the information because they are trying to help. They want to help Joe Biden win. These look, I think it's indisputable at this point because they didn't ban Trump's tax returns. They didn't ban the the leak tapes of Melania. They didn't ban the Edward Snowden leaks. This was I think Ted Cruz brought this up. Maybe it was Ted Cruz. Did you ban the Edward Snowden? What about Julie Swetnick? With Kavanaugh. Yeah, well, so that wasn't hacked information, though, right? No. The, the argument was, well, we only banned this because we presumed the information was hacked and we made a mistake. 
But well, what about the Pentagon Papers? This was their. This is their big thing. It's like this is secret government information. Right. This is the New York Times at its finest. It's obviously a lie. Yeah. It's yeah. obviously a lie. So when they were asked about Trump's tax returns, he said, "Well, they were reporting on them, not giving out the documents or whatever." It's like, okay, what? well, what about the, the the leaked Melania tapes where Melania was secretly recorded? Well, that's not hacking. Uh, you know what, dude? They, they look. A good what about lo- a Mary good- Trump? Her book. She. Rec- this was. I thought. Look. I, hacked she reco- information. No, no. But Mary Trump secretly recorded her aunt, who's a judge or a retired judge, yeah. and the aunt was saying horrible things about her brother Donald. And it's just like you. You reported that perfectly fine. So the, the the point is, Twitter makes up this new excuse. If it's hacked information, we won't allow it, even though it wasn't. But they're using an excuse. It's easy for them to always have an excuse for why they are subverting our commons. Our, our, our ability to, to, uh, to vote, our, our, our institutions, there's always an excuse. This is from the New York Times. This is that Dorsey only owns 2% of Twitter now. So I don't yeah. think he has like no power. I think he's anymore. a figurehead. He gave it up. Yeah. So when he says, so he's just saying all of these things that have nothing to do with And the he company. has no power to change it anymore. Like, Probably. Yeah. So, but he did acknowledge that centralized adjudication, basically what he was saying is that, um, a company trying to be the arbiter of what can come and go and be banned and is, is not scalable. It's not. You, and, you have to have self-reporting and things like that. Yes. Yeah, you, you, it's, it's, the data is not it's impossible. And that I think Obama was kind of uh, goes along with what Obama was saying about the danger of these social media companies controlling the narrative. But what I don't think they appreciate just from the, and maybe this is going to be concern trolling. I don't know. But like in the 90s, when you had the project, I forget what it was called. Uh, Tipper Gore was involved in a few other people. And they were saying that there was all these songs in the radio that were like a problem. You can't have a Cindy Lauper. Shebop was one of the songs that they were trying to get banned because it's about pleasuring yourself apparently <laughs> so their solution Madonna was okay though. yeah well, i don't know i think madonna was also on that list yeah uh their solution was when you have a, a cd in the in the store to have a big warning label it contains explicit lyrics well that's how you know what the good cds are right, right? Yeah. so it's it's kind of thing where it's like oh this is misinformation that's like planting a flag encouraging people to yep. look into it yeah. yeah there's a bunch yeah. of memes now going around where people will say oh, yeah. something and then put a misinformation yes. yeah, no, you know during, so during these hearings first of all i want to say this about these hearings they had you know zuckerberg and dorsey and it is a big waste of time i don't believe anyone's going to do anything the republicans go i'm grandstanding listen to me you censor people Mr. take my space man there you go and that's it remember tucker carlson i think it was jim jordan or kevin mccarthy on and he's like, okay, we're having an investigation. This is ridiculous. And Tucker's like, you've had four years. Yeah. What, what are you now? Like, are you kidding me? And he didn't yep. have an answer. There was a big... Because um, they don't want to. They course. don't care. They, they're like... That's what I was saying about they just look at you like ratings. And right now, these Republicans in Congress are giving a good show... I'm addressing your concerns. No, you're not. Did you see the Ted Cruz? On Twitter Ted anyway. Cruz gave like a two and a half minute impassioned speech about how the Democrats were uh, trying to subvert our democracy and our speech. And it was, but there was, it was just Ted Cruz talking. Like there was no, I was like, okay, I'm going to see the people, the things they're saying that he's complaining about. Yeah, None yeah. of that. It was just people Ted Cruz are talking. realizing that they fight in public and they laugh at you behind your back. Yep. That it's all a show and they all collude. What do we do? Together. Except for Trump. I think he laughs behind our back. Too. I don't think so. He's laughing in front of us too. Yeah, I'll yeah. I think us. I think Trump is just straight up insulting people, laughing. But I tell you this: behind behind closed doors, I know Trump's really angry with and pointing the finger at and laughing at the establishment, the intelligence agencies, not the regular people. But I look at people like Hillary Clinton. She's the kind of person. What, what was that? You, you know that story where she she was on a plane and it was with the Air Force and she held up her wine glass and went <clears throat> to like an Air Force like officer commander, who's yeah, yeah commander like. <laughs> Give me more wine. And he's like, what? What? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Air Force flying a plane. You're on the, 
And she was like, get it, get it out of my cauldron. Go get me. Yeah. (laughs) Get me one ladle full of my potion. What about when she was first lady and she was telling the Secret Service to carry her bags and they're like, man, we need our hands (laughs) free so we can protect you. And she's like, well, what the F good are you then? Yes. She's the kind of person who goes behind closed doors and laughs about the rabble. I don't see Trump as being like that. No. Well, Trump, he, Trump's he would the, complain about his servants if he was in the private sector. No. No. Well, I don't, I don't believe just, I'm just, we're all just I, no. assuming. No, 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 no. I've gone, I've gone, I've gone to Trump Tower and asked the people who work there. They love the man. They love him. I went to. talk about what he says behind their back, though. Sure, sure, sure. I don't think he's a very nice guy. Hillary Clinton, she's telling a story where she's like, carry my bags. She's a straight up. B. Yeah, I don't true. think. Look, Trump probably talks smack She's about everybody, nasty, but here's dude. the thing: he, we we know he does. So that's the thing. I don't think Trump is 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 making fun of mocking and belittling belittling regular people when he's a Not guy who's days. when he eats fast food all the time and he does and he always has. I don't see him as the guy coming out and going like these disgusting filth peasants eating their disgusting food. No, he's going to McDonald's. So so he does kind of rag on a lot of people. He's got a mouth on him, huh? But Hillary Clinton. And probably Joe Biden and a lot of these people are the kind. Romney, Romney, definitely. Yeah, the 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 forty seven percent was that was that Romney? Yeah. When he's like, yeah, they they the rebel. Oh, heaven forbid they get in our rooms. Donald Trump has McDonald's at the at the White House for regular people. He has well done steak with ketchup. And Mitt Romney won't even drink caffeine. Wow! <laughs> yeah, freak religion. Okay. Well, <laughs> Donald isn't Donald Trump like he's never had alcohol. He's never he's had drugs. That's supposedly no, that's a lie. That's a lie. Really? Because there's a book uh, my buddy Alan Salkin wrote about. I forgot what it's called. The, the, basically, the, the method is madness. And it talked about back in the day he'd be at the down at the club and he'd have you know champagne or wine in his hand. So he <laughs> says he's a teetotaler, but apparently he's the, a freaking the, liar. Yeah. He's a, he was a, he, he, he was he's a germaphobe. Well, he is. He, yeah. Okay, so he avoids alcohol because his brother died of alcoholism related. But I mean, th- you would think I can understand how after that you would never drink again, right. but before that, I think he, he well alcoholism ran in their family, didn't it? His brother was a super. <laughs> his dad was a uh, yeah. His dad too. Fred. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to hey, me. That Michael, assuming it. that all these people are crazy. Yes. Psychopaths. They're not not crazy. These representatives. uh, What's the answer? I'm not allowed to say. Oh. Give me a little. No, we'll get banned. Just slide (gasps) it over. Come on. Um, Do you mean like what kind of trebuchet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. What angle? No. Uh -uh. No. What's the gravity? Nope. 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 Um, Where would you aim? I'm going to be serious. Um, I think that... I'm talking about this in my next book that I'm writing now, which is being – it's taking forever to write. The point is because people a lot like talk about it's like 1984. It's very Orwellian. And I've always maintained it's much closer to Brave New World by Aldous Huxley where the elites rule not through force, not through threats of force, but by using pleasure, yep. by pe- keeping you numb. Mm-hmm. You know, watch these stupid movies. Pills. pills. Bread and circuses, Literal man. pills. Yeah, yeah, bread pills. and circuses. Yeah. And I think it's going to be very easy once people realize – Wait a minute. Like these people are horrible and they don't represent me. I have nothing in common with them. Why am I locked in my house while Gretchen Whitmer is doing whatever she wants, getting Botoxed on her yacht? This is not happening. And I think at a, at, this is why this is I'm having distance. I'm having issue. And I, I sound like Joe Biden now. I can't even say it. Uh, Eat too much pizza. Yeah. Or not enough. Um, it's hard for me to reconcile how submissive and servile so many Americans have been over this past year throughout this country with the reaction to the election, 
which has been very um, ahistorical on the right, very much not even a pretense of like we're going to listen to this, that like it's being regarded as a complete farce. Yeah. That I don't know how to reconcile those two things. This is kind of crazy because uh, uh, one of the reasons I didn't vote in 2016 is that I have absolutely no faith in the electoral process. I was like, what's the point? You know, the, the, the two-party system, the people you want, they never get elected. They lie. They get elected. Then they do whatever they want. They appoint the same people. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump got elected. And I was like, wow, I was laughing. This dude kicked in the doors. What, what are people saying? It's a bull in the cathedral. He's running around. Stomping well, China shop. Yeah, yeah. I say bull in the ivory tower. But, you know, cathedral probably works better because yeah. it encompasses more than just a, a Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood's not the ivory tower. Right. And Hollywood's a major part of this. Right. So Trump kicks in the door. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, well, I guess you can win. Now things are kind of different because at first I was thinking like you can you can actually win. The system, you know, actually works. Now I'm looking at everything that's going on right now. Clearly, the system isn't working. I mean, well, I, sh- I shouldn't say it that way. What I should say is the 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 front door of the machine is in not opening, I guess. I don't I don't I don't, don't want to say the machine is broken. Or the system is not working because Trump is going through all of these processes. But clearly it's not what anyone expected. You'd vote. We're done. Have a nice day. Now it's just the craziest election of my life. Trump taught the out group, and I don't mean just Repu- right, you know, certain Republicans. I mean like leftists who are part of the who are like the Bernie people who got kicked out of the process in 2016 and 2020, especially. He taught them we can win, and he also taught them even if we lose, we can have a lot of fun and make some really pe- bad people really upset as part of the process. And that's a bell they can't unring, and that's really freaking them out. Can you imagine? It's like a hundred years from now, and there's like little kids are running to school, and they're wearing their little red, you know, hats. And there's a statue of Donald Trump, and it's like Donald Trump, you know, high. And there's a bunch of high schools across the country, across the planet, that are named Trump. And they're like, a hundred years ago, Donald Trump, you know, led this country to great. Like, could you imagine that historical moment? They look back at Trump that way. I think it's going to be very hard to imagine a building with the word Trump on it. I know that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> The school, the schools are going to have like a gigantic golden sign of his name. No, but I mean, like, could you imagine if that's where we really end up? Like, for all of his problems, he's the he's actually the guy who gets the regular people to to you know take back their liberty, break out of this this uh, this numbness. Essentially, I can, I can yeah. see him leaving office and repurposing his wealth to do incredible futuristic technologies and be looked at. Nah, as I don't see Trump. Doing no that way. way. Yeah, I mean, he's no got way. all this money and now he's got all this you, you, reason you, to buck the system. Trump is not a technology person. No, I know, Trump, Trump, Trump would take his money. He'd build a building. He, he's going to, he's going to buck the system by revising the entire media. That's by, his jam. By a news organization. Yeah, it's a news organization. Trump isn't the cause of all this though. You know, Trump didn't start this. Yeah. Right. He's just the avatar of that of the yes, energy, and, and they the don't anger. realize that. They again, I, I think we talked about this last week. They thought they kill the head vampire, movies over. Can't That's not out. how it works. Well, now they're writing that they got to go after Trumpism. Yeah, Trumpism. And that was like the, the day after threat. the election that that right. word. But I also think that's them desperate to keep up their their golden goose. Yes. Yeah. Like you know, they 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 gutted it. They're like, okay, well, if you know, if Trump lost, what do we do? What do we write about Trumpism? And there's actually a Wikipedia page for Trumpism. Like this, I kid you not. And I'm like, what is it? And it's basically, it said ruling by, by promising people things and like offering up division as a means of excuse. What everyone does. It's like, it's like, it's, 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 it's said politics basically. Yeah. Trumpism. And it's part of a a series on conservatism in the United States. Oh boy. Oh yeah. So I don't know, man. Do you think, uh, seeing what's going on in Wayne County, this, uh, I mean, well, actually we were talking earlier and it kind of sounded like we were both in agreement that Trump's on the outs, right? Yes. Now, how do you feel? I still feel that way, but I still think um, he's did not. It go, did like his percentage go up a little bit? 
No, I think the percentage of something Black Swan went up. Like, what does that mean? Meaning something that neither of us saw co- oh, funny yeah. third day. Uh, like some just some weird outline. You know, like, you know what? Like, it's it's not. Imp- I'm sorry, to interrupt you. It's not impossible that God forbid something happens to Trump or Biden still, and then what happens? Right. Right now, I don't know what would happen. Um, my understanding, and I could be wrong, is if Biden something happens to him, he's out of the race. The race isn't certified. The election is not certified. So if Biden is unable to run, his the votes that went to Biden are. They don't go to Kamala Harris. They don't Harris. go to they don't they go do not. Right. You vote for the individual. You're and, not. Yeah. Exactly. And so what would happen is then they would say, okay, then who got the most votes? Donald Trump did. Could you imagine? Or if, each state picks. Right. And then it could be the, the, the Democrats. Or would, it could be someone else. It could be like Mike Pence. What do you mean? Like I, I think, the, I, isn't it my understanding that the states can vote whoever they want? Hmm. Uh, the state legislators decide how the electors have to vote. That's a Supreme Court ruling. Well, from my point this year. is, I don't think they have to choose between the top two at that point. Yeah, you're, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, well, actually, most states have a law that says they have to vote for the person who received the most votes. But if that state. person is gone for whatever reason, then, then what then happens? It's Trump. If, if, if you're in an election and you have 10 votes and I have nine and you can, you, you drop out of the race, then the person with the most votes is me. You're not in the no, race anymore. No, but I had the 10 votes. I don't, I don't think it works that way. That doesn't make, doesn't make uh, sense. You know what? I think what would happen very quickly is that people who, lawyers who think like you had your right. argument, lawyers think like me have my argument, and then it's going to be a crisis, obviously. Yep. And that could seriously happen. Oh, that'd be so Shrewd on a shot at a pressure. <laughs> Could you, the guy, like, he said that. He's going to win, dude. He said, so on a shot of pressure. I'm getting that feeling of just giving up where I had it no. with Hillary Clinton. You know, I was you like, know, dude, you can't beat the, the machine. It. You know what I was thinking? It's going to be Joe Biden and he's going to be standing. They're not, they're talking about not even having an inauguration because uh, of COVID. Oh, but in reality, it's because privately they're saying, this was reported by Politico. I think it was Politico. They're scared that it's only going to be Trump supporters who show up. Right. It's going to be a sea of people like pulling out so Trump So he's going to rule from his, brace, his basement. So he's going to hide, but that would be like, seriously, my understanding is that he wants to hearken back to when Americans were united and he's going to be inaugurated using FDR's wheelchair before the internet. You're joking. I'm joking. Yeah. No, I think, um, I think they're hiding it. What happens if Joe Biden puts his hand on the, on the, on the Bible, raises it, it starts smoking and then then his hand bursts into flames. He goes, it wasn't supposed to be a real Bible. No, but, uh, he puts hand in the Bible and then they say, you know, I solemnly swear, I solemnly swear to uphold the Constitution of these United States, to uphold the consternation of the these, these United States, and to swirly, you know, blah, 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 I don't know the actual... Do oath. you know what happens and, then? And then he falls over. No, it depends. It depends. Oh, ha, 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 ha. okay. Ha, ha. That is an ageist <laughs> joke, Michael. We don't allow those in studio. No, but, but I'm like... I hate agents. They're the worst. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you ever see that video? Let's get it out. Where there was it, was... it was in the UK. There was an ad in the newspaper that said they were, they were, it was a, a room for rent, no Asians. And so this journalist saw it and was like, this is blatantly a violation of the law. It says no Asians. So he goes to the guy and the guy's he's like, did you say in your ad, no Asians? And he goes, yeah, they're terrible people. He's just ragging on them. And then he was like, why? Why would you say that? And he goes, because they just want to take your money. And he goes, wait, what? Yeah, you got to pay him a fee just to list your building? Because he had a heavy accent. No, agents. Oh, agents. my <laughs> And so they put in the ad Asians. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about before oh, we went? Off. Joe Biden winning. Yeah, so Joe Biden's going to be at the inauguration. And I'm just saying, what if this happens? He's reading the oath and then he keels over. Likely. What if he can't speak it? What if they're like saying, he goes, it's your major conservation. So I think in that case, the Republicans are going to fight that he's still the president and the Democrats are going to fight for Kamala Harris. So, it, uh, well, no, if they would go to Nancy Pelosi. Oh. Why? 
because uh, if there's no if no one gets inaugurated on the twenty on the on the twentieth, it goes to the next person in line who is in office, and it's Nancy Pelosi. So, so the Congress gets their uh, they they get sworn in or whatever early January. Yeah. So if there's no president on the twentieth, then Nancy Pelosi is duly sworn. So that would and all only stuff, be so that be day. But if he were to wait, wait, when's the vice president sworn in? Uh, Same day, right? After the fact, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It, but that's what everyone's saying. If they don't, if they don't uh, inaugurate a new president on the twentieth, Trump is out, and the next person who is in office. But they're inaug- inaugurating the president and the vice president. So if that, if Joe Biden, God forbid, kills over that minute, we have a vice president who's coming. I don't Harris. think it would work that way. I don't think so. That that is how. If the president dies, he's not sworn in. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. But but it might be because I was reading something about there's an art, uh, a provision in the Constitution saying that they would immediately give it to the vice president elect. Yeah. So I think it would immediately go to, to Kamala. But uh, but there, there, what I was reading, it's like it was, it was specifically outlining when that happens. And I don't know if it's in that scenario. But there's a scenario where it's like apparently if there's like a legal dispute, then they will give it to the vice president elect or something. No, it's that weird. I think that was the, the season finale of Veep. What? That literally was the season finale <laughs> I don't finale watch Veep. Of Veep. I've never really? seen Veep. That happened on Veep. Really? Sorry to spoil everything, people. Yeah. No, I was reading there's like the a- The second to last uh, season, an, an that's article, how it ended. But that's probably because it's based on the actual constitution. That's why, why it if, happens. No, this this stuff is not in the constitution. No, this, they're, they're, this, they're, I was reading, I was reading uh, a provision from the constitution that was explaining when they would bypass the president-elect for the vice president-elect. It happens. It's, I, I'm not arguing that that's not the law. I'm saying I don't think that's in the Constitution, what, that scenario. When they, all, all these things that you're spelling out are such complicated um, uh, explanations of the law that they're not addressed. In the, the Constitution is very, very bad about mm-hmm. a lot very of this stuff. simple. Too yeah, simple. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of these things, like the 22nd Amendment, whatever it was, where they have to be like, okay, what, 25th Amendment, like that's them being like, because at first you didn't even have separate votes for the president and the vice president. You had the tie. Right. With uh, Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr in 1800. So it, it gets complicated. You had to, whoever got the second most became vice president. Yeah. Could you imagine oh. President Biden, vice president Trump? Wow. Might not be a bad thing. Be I mean, I think, I think that was a better system but because then able. you had competing factions, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd end up with, competing ideologies but having that you know level of power that seems to make more sense they changed it now you have one party getting the boot and one party taking yeah. over also the 17th amendment man that's that was a terrible idea is that ending slavery no the 17th was uh, appointing senators by popular vote oh of course that's a terrible idea it used to because what, what it did in my opinion i was reading about it is that it's uh it took away states uh, uh, like state political activity, essentially. Right. People used to actually care about who they would vote for for their state legislature. Now they don't know or care. And it was supposed to be that the state representatives would vote for a senator to go and represent the state to the federal government. Makes a lot of sense. They, they passed the 17th for a bunch of reasons, and uh, one of which was like uh, elites were, were paying for senatorships and yeah. stuff like that because it was really easy to bribe 10 people to like get you the vote or even, you know six to get the majority. And so they're like, we'll do it by popular vote. And that basically then you, I'll, I'll put it this way. You know, it's really funny is when people are like you see these commercials and it'll be a, a congressman or a senator or a congresswoman or whatever. And they're like, I'm going to clean up our district. It's like you're a federal representative. You don't clean up our district. You represent us to the federal government. It's our local politicians who are going to clean up our streets. Why are you campaigning as if you're going to do something here? They don't. What? Ha- what uh, here's a complete non sequitur, but that's okay. That Kim girl from Baltimore, did yeah. she win? Ha- did she do well? No. She did not win. No. Yeah, she, she come close. Classic. Yeah. Kim Klasik. Yeah, who did better, her or Laura Loomer? Uh, I think percentage-wise, I think Laura may have. Okay. Oh, so she got Kim got completely clean. I mean, she, uh, I don't know the the, the actual results. So okay. I can, but but I'm pretty sure they're both in like very heavily Democrat districts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, Laura Loomer did really well. Yeah. Okay. You know? 
I'm, but I'm, I'm not entirely surprised. I mean, Trump was there. Trump probably voted for her. He did vote for her. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to vote for the Democrat. Of course. You know yeah. I mean? So, yeah. But anyway, we're talking. Oh, yeah. The, the uh, senators. So now we now we have people who don't know who their state level representatives are and how serious is going to impact. This could theoretically choose Trump to be the president. And most people don't know or care who their state reps are. I, I feel here's there, I'm of two minds here. One is, you know, being a political wonk, political nerd. Like, I love playing out all these scenarios. And the other is like, isn't this just like early 2017 all over again <gasps> when you had, what's his name? Lawrence, the guy, Lawrence Lessing writing the article for Newsweek about how Hillary could still become president. Like, right. These are cool things to sit around and, and, and think about. But at the end of the day, it's, 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 but then 2016 happened. So, you know, chaos is here. So I don't look, even man, know. I'll be honest. Like I was saying, I've, I've been, I've been talking about the lawsuits. I've been covering the updates because is the, as long as the race isn't over, I'm not going to look. I, I, I'll say it a million times. I think Joe Biden is, is going to be the president. But the media is trying so hard, man. Did you see they lied about Trump's lawsuit? No. They, they, the, the Washington Post, Politico, Daily Mail, a bunch of other outlets claimed that Trump dropped his lawsuit pertaining to 700,000 votes that were improperly counted because there was no poll watchers. Just absolute lie. They all write it. And they, and the framing was now with Trump dropping the suit, he has no chance of overturning Pennsylvania. Right, the right. race is over. And I was like, is this an attempt to demoralize Trump's base? Are they desperately trying to say to the like, yes. think about what we talked about with Newsmax and Barack Obama saying the Internet's bad. They are terrified of the fact that there is a group of people in this country, a massive one that doesn't believe them. Right. And even part, when they're telling the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so then they say Trump has given up. He's dropped his most prominent suit. There's no way he can win. Everyone go home. And they said, F you don't believe it. I read it and I'm like, that's not true at all. I pulled up the document. I read the, the documents, but they, they linked to them too. Wow. Like Politico said in the latest lawsuit with a link, they're dropping this and said now without the 700,000 votes in question, Trump has no opportunity to overturn this wide margin that Biden, you know, is leading with. Therefore the race is, is over, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the, the lawsuit literally says we want an injunction on certification in Pennsylvania because of all of these ballots that were improperly counted. Why did all of these outlets lie? What about bring better back? Bring build back better. Build back better. Excuse Be, me. Being used by all of the uh, yeah. Davos people. Yeah. Boris Johnson in Britain. Yep. That's Trudeau. another big one. Yeah, disturbing Trudeau. one. Yeah. yeah. How crazy. You know what it kind of feels like? Like I'm about it's, to explode. No, it feels like all this weird conspiracy Re- stuff was actually, was actually, <laughs> no, no, it feels <laughs> like it was all true. And then with Trump breaking through the barrier and becoming president, and now you have this large faction, 70, what, 73 million people now who voted for him, who not all of them, I'm, I'm sure not all of them are, are, you know, cognizant to the political space. But now it seems like these Davos World Economic Forum types are starting to panic and they're trying to sh- rush everything through yep. as fast as possible because they're losing their grip Dude, on control. I am going to go to the bathroom. All right. See, Rose, see in a minute. <laughs> Roseanne Barr, of all people, she said this in 2017 that Trump broke through MK Ultra programming, like CIA programming. Now, I wouldn't put it in those terms, but it's very clear that there is often a concerted effort to manipulate the population to act in certain ways. So, yeah. So did, did Trump break the matrix? Is that what happened here? Or the matrix was breaking, allowing Trump to, to get through. Oh, Trump yeah. seeped through. But why Trump? What is like, what He's is, the uh, ultimate character. You know, like the thing, the thing I question about any of these conspiracies is like, why would Trump have the power and wealth that he has? Why would they allow people to get wealthy if they really controlled everything? And they've never seen wealth and power. Well, Trump well, never had power until 2016. He had no power. Right. He just had, he was a TV personality. Yeah. He had property. Yeah. Who cares? He did, yeah. He, wow. I, I got a hundred hotels. What am I? I, 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 I would, I would say this. He, he, did, he definitely had power. 
but not to the scale that he did in 2016. What, what power do you think Trump had before With 2016? With money? Yeah. Like literally, what could he have done? With money? Yeah. His, mean, not, his money wasn't liquid. It's in, it's in real estate. No, Trump, yeah, but Trump shows. did still have a lot of liquid assets. But let's suppose he had a billion dollars in a checking account, right? A billion dollars in terms of like the world power is really, I don't think, that much money. I actually think you don't need that much money at all to disrupt the world power. Okay. That's why they went after the hackers in 20, 2011, 2012 but that, that, so heavily, like with, I, with extreme— I agree with you, but you know, my point is that's a different paradigm. Uh, sorry to use that word. Trump isn't a hacker. He isn't— uh, Yeah, but with the money he has, he could eat— like, It's like, can you hire a, a, a pirate, a privateer, to go disrupt the supply lines for the, you know, the, the East India Trading Company or something? With, with, with access to resources, you can empower a lot of people to do a lot of things. But he wasn't doing any of this before. Just because he wasn't doing it doesn't mean he couldn't. I'm saying Trump had power. Come on. He was a billionaire. He's, he I, is a billionaire. Fine. Becoming, Let me say becoming he, president was he, something else. He wasn't else. at all leveraging his power in the slightest. I, I think the better way to put it is Trump gained a hundredfold to his power by sure, becoming president. Of course. Like, uh, come on. Like a billionaire's got power. But what was he using that power for before 2015? To put his name in big golden letters on tops of buildings. Yeah. That, that's, that's I heard it. he got a golden toilet. Is that true? I don't. I, a, golden, a golden toilet. Well, all oil toilets become tower. golden after a time, right? Yeah, but you not the way you want. Gold? You guys ever eat it? No. Yeah, it's really good. Colloidal gold. So this is like gold schlager. It, it, it turns your pee is, gold. This is funny. I went to uh, uh, an anti-Donald Trump protest in like 2017. I was with like Cassandra Fairbanks and Luke Rutkowski. And then after we finished covering it, we went to Trump Tower. And I uh, no, no, we didn't go to Trump Tower. I we went to Billionaire's Row, and I literally had tiramisu with gold on it. Yeah. And, you know, Cassandra made, made a funny joke. She was like, we were literally just at like this protest saying we're the 99% eat the rich, you know, orange man, like or Trump is eating bad. The rich for and sure. now you're sitting here eating gold. Yeah. And I was like, that's right. It's actually not expensive. <laughs> no, I know it wasn't. It's super 30 cheap. bucks yeah. a bottle. Yeah. But the story is that they it used to be in the ground. Flakes on the food. Yeah, you can get it like even... floating in water um, in colloidal form. But yeah. it used to be in the ground. So you get it in your plants as a trace mineral like iron. Um, but now that it's mined out, you got to get it elsewhere. And it's a superconductor. Apparently, it'll coat the neurons in your brain and help you think like a superconductor. Is that Trump's secret? He eats gold? Definitely. And it also, when you stretch, <laughs> when it feels like you're about to rip your muscle, the gold will seep in and you can keep stretching. Okay. I don't know about all that. That's anecdotal. That's not right. Join that's me. not sure about that. Stretch with That doesn't me. sound yeah, quite right. Do you guys feel the, like you're about the, to freaking explode? Yeah. Not really. Are you trying to set up a punchline? I think, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> comes out the tip. You get it out every day, I think, just I, with he the does. videos. At me. He tip, gets lots of words. Tip mole. <laughs> what's your What's your main like expul expulsion uh, method these days? I guess you're preparing a book. That's not my expul expulsion. Like, how do you what? get your rage out? Oh, I, I'm a Soviet. We don't have rage. We got nothing. We have uh, like it's like the you know like the scene in Saw. No, 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 no. They take wafers and they pour caramelized milk and they layer it. That's what you guys do, right? Ooh, and what? Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the rage. <laughs> the, the famous, the famous uh, uh, wafer cakes, because there was no food in the Soviet. What's Union. that do with getting at your rage? You get to it's it's your dessert. It's like what you do when you're like you know you want to eat dessert. Eat eat your dopamine and all yeah. that. I'm sorry, English is my second language. I feel like I'm not understanding this conversation <laughs> at all. He's talking about rage, mm -hmm. and you're I'm talk talking about having a calming glass of tea with the famous yeah. Soviet wafer cake. How would that down. get your rage out? It, it calms you down. You. No, the point is the rage doesn't. He wants the rage out, not rage suppressed. Maybe. Do, maybe does I everybody could, have rage like that? Probably not. I don't. I just got I, this. Russians don't have rage. So you, yeah. you basically figured out another way to deal with the craziness. Well, I I revel in it. 
And this is where on I, Twitter. I get my power. Yeah, you go on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone had more fun Twitter. in 2020 than me. And I think during the riots, people were like, Michael, like a lot of my friends on Twitter, like no one is having the more time of their life than Malice. And it was factual and truthful. It's like, it's almost like you got a bunch of cats and you're playing with a laser pointer, you know, and you're just like spinning around and they're all going crazy and running around like hundreds of thousands of cats, you know? Yeah. Basically, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get that kind of rage. That's what I was saying, like, when I, you know, a bunch of Trump supporters got mad because I said I would laugh if Biden won. And they're like, this is the end of the West. And like, you know, children will die. And Tim Pool's laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I've said many times, if you think America is one election away from being destroyed, you can't call yourself a patriot. Because then we are a very, very weak country. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, it's always, it's always this one's the one. Yeah. Come on. That's, that's nah, okay, nah, okay. hold on though. This one's way different. Come on. Twenty sixteen was way different. That. You know they it. Yeah, but I'm say saying that. is if Hillary won, it wouldn't have destroyed America. But no, it would have been the status quo. It yeah. would have carried on as it was. It would, it, yeah. You know, it would have destroyed Syria and probably a bunch of the other Middle Eastern countries. East. That's which, true. You know, yeah. Destroy a lot of countries. Yeah. Just not ours. Just not ours, yeah. So well. like if Biden gets elected, we just watch him like a hawk, and if he does do some invasion. Nothing. We no, call it no. out like a you can hold him psychopath. Yeah. I think, I'm, so, I'm sorry, dude. I'm just not confident. I've I lived through. You know, we all did. Obama. Obama was like, I'm gonna you know blow up some kids. But he and everyone was like, he didn't go into Syria after that backlash, like the 2013. Yeah, Obama, Obama had the red line. He goes, you cross this line, we're, we're, and they're like, yeah, uh-huh. we're gonna do it. And he's like, okay, cool, bye. <laughs> by, by, listen to my podcast <laughs> yeah i i think what is one of the great moments of this year is i, I have a lot of friends uh, uh dave smith who's a very failed podcaster he's one of them i was just talking about failed this. very failed very ah. failed podcast and very failed comedian as well uh we, going back to 2008 when you had the debate between uh on the republican party between ron paul and rudy giuliani america's mayor and ron paul made the point he goes look you know, 9-11, things like this is going to happen because if we go to other countries and keep bombing them, we're going to have repercussions. Yeah, and, and Rudy John's like, oh, my God, that's so offensive. I want you to apologize. Ron Paul's like, I ain't sorry. Yeah. You know, bite me. And I think increasingly that position has become normalized in the Republican Party in the sense of why am I sending my kids to countries I can't find a map to come home in coffins for the sake of politicians? Like this doesn't make sense to me. And I think Ron Paul had the biggest support of any politician uh, of the military uh, in the Republican primaries in 08 and 2012, I believe. And I think that is something that's very, very healthy. And I think if you do want to launch a war, like a large-scale war, you do need that bipartisanship. And I think, thankfully, I think there's it's hopefully, not thank, hopefully, I, I pray with every fire of my being that there's enough of an element of that in the Republican and or Democratic Party that they can't do it. I think it's going to be war, war, war. Let's start counting the days. <sighs> we got to give the power back to Congress to declare the war. No, that's I the, mean, they, they rubber they stamp. They love it. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So well, the, Obama didn't unilaterally be like, he, it wasn't Obama who stood up and said, please give me the power to indefinitely detain anyone at any point for any reason. And then use the National Defense Authorization Act as an excuse. No, Congress did it. They were like, hey, Obama, here's the power. Have fun. He was like, oh, I'll sign this. What happened? Did they get brainwashed after 9-11? No, they're all in on it. What do you mean? They're all all super wealthy and and they love it. When Trump is trying to pull people out of the Middle East, what is Congress saying? You can't do that, Trump. You shouldn't do that. You should probably think twice about about that. Let's talk about that, how disturbing something is. How they were, please fact check me if I got this wrong because I only saw the headlines and I, I, that's enough for me to flap my mouth at a show. That they lied to him they li- about, about how many sure they did. lied to the commander in chief 
about how many troops are in Syria. Yep, that's so he can't that's pull right. them out. Yes. And then all these corporate journalists were laughing at Trump. And I'm yep. like, do you not see anything disturbing that the military is acting independently of the president? Of the civilian Commander. leadership. Yeah. Like you're worried about Trump being an authoritarian and you're having the military making decisions on its own and lying to the president. This is not how, an issue how, for you. How fascistic of Trump to try and bring our soldiers out of how other countries. Dare he. That's fascism. The guy's name was James Jeffrey. Yeah. He was a uh, mm-hmm. State Department special representative for Syria and engagement special envoy to the global coalition. That's the ISIS. I want to believe that I misunderstood. No, you story. did. He, he He's didn't. the guy that admitted that the subterfuge. So he, he didn't. Necessarily it's it's do true. It. It's true. It's insane. And, and, and a ton of Trump supporters said, coup confirmed yeah when when pentagon officials are lying about what our military is doing so that the president of the united states duly elected and says i want our troops out the will of the people and they say you got it we got them don't worry it's like that's crazy right i've never been more infuriated i tell you i I am beyond angry i'm furious the 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 like so I'm I I I I am firmly in control of myself. But when I was no, sitting there from the internet, Sorry. I was I was sitting in you know my office recording, and I saw this tweet, and I was just sitting there for like ten minutes fuming like the, the I I've never felt that way before. I, was I don't know, I don't know what's more disturbing that they did it or that the corporate media thinks this is something to eat, to laugh about. Yeah. Probably that well, they so, did it, so, but so the, very the, close. The journalist yeah. who tweeted it with the laughing, crying emojis said it was tragicomedy, and that's what she meant not to not to make light of the situation, but to laugh at how you know it, you know Trump was duped or whatever. And I'm like, that's that's still really bad. Are you insane. The president was elected on. I'm going to end these wars. In fact, Obama said the same thing. And then what did he do? He, he upped them. Yeah. So Donald Trump has been trying to get out of these, uh, you know, what are the quagmires they call them in the Middle East. And they just lie to make sure it keeps going. And the Democrats and the Republicans alike blocked him in Congress to make sure he couldn't do it. I was reading an article that said this is highly unusual. Usually Congress is constraining the president's actions uh, in, in terms of expanding yeah. our military presence. This time they're trying to make sure he, they, he, the military presence stays where it is. This is truly one of the most horrifying you, you stories. you got to have a military that will keep the president in check. I agree. If the president wants to do, go crazy, the sure. military can override him and say, no, dude, but... But he wasn't going Why crazy. Why are we in Syria? They, they must think that by withdrawing troops, it would natural be a gas. danger. What's Obviously, that? it's natural the resources. Yeah. Of course, it's yeah. because we want to run a natural gas pipeline into Europe to offset Russia's monopoly on yeah, gas. Of course, yeah. And so it all feeds into the whole narrative of Russia, why Hillary Clinton lost, and how Russia was helping Trump, and that you know Trump is secretly working for Russia. No, I don't believe any of that's true. What I, I, I do think they're angry because the Qatar-Turkey pipeline, this is just one element of the conflict. We wanted to run that from from Qatar through 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 Syria, through Turkey into Europe. And then Syria said no, because we're allied with Russia. So then in 2009, it was reported in The Guardian. The U.S. had been planning, you know, on the boots on the ground action in Syria because we're like, how dare you? And we've got to do this. And so when Trump says, I don't want war, I don't want to be in Syria, let's get out. They block him and then say, see, he's helping Russia. They've been saying it the whole time. So finally, when he fired those 59 Tomahawk missiles into Syria, they say now he's acting like a president. I, you know, that was the day that we were taping the last episode of Fox News is Red Eye. And I had this whole bit because I came and dressed as Clark Kent. And during commercial breaks, I was taking a piece of clothing. So that by the end, I look like Superman. And we never <laughs> aired that episode because he decided to bomb Syria. And I was as disturbed I was the episode didn't air. It was even more disturbing that they got Trump to turn. And I thought this was going to be the beginning of more escalation in the Middle East. And thank the Lord it was if, not. If Trump did escalate in the Middle East. 
have been reelected easily. That's a good point. They would have because they, they, they would be they wouldn't be going after him this hard. No, they'd be patting him on the back. They'd be like, "Thank you for for coming around to our way of thinking." I want to point out to all the uh, cool kids and cats out there and, and uh, cool kids <laughs> listening that not one of these hacks who invoke the Holocaust to say that if we don't go into Syria, the Kurds are going to be a genocide. And the blood is on your hands. And as Americans, it's our responsibility that millions of people are going to be slaughtered in their beds. And that didn't happen. Not one of the people who called for this, for your kids, your cousins, your, your children, your parents to be murdered overseas has had any consequences for what they tried to do. Yeah. And then you see what happened with Christiane Amanpour recently? No, what? When she compared Trump's uh, camp, Trump's past four years to Kristallnacht. Israel <sighs> called her out. Good. Yeah. She goes on <clears throat> and she says, she was like, Chris, then, then, the, what are, uh, she did this bit and she was like, the Nazis were firing a warning shot across the bow, targeting, you know, in, in, intellect and, you know, freedom. Now, as Trump has staged four years of his own assault, like just totally non sequitur, like, what? Dude, Joe Biden so seeks to return to normal. Disassociated from the pain and violence of that night. I, I think were, that, no, I think it's desperation. I think the cathedral has become desperate. I, I, I think panicking. it's two things. I think it's desperation. I think we forget that being blue-pilled, by definition, turns off your imagination. The whole point of being blue-pilled is that you don't think critically. You don't look outside of what's being presented to you. So everything in them, in their minds, is a function of Trump as a Hitler. And yeah. you just use that as a, as if Hitler is the only dictator who ever lived. Right. right. You know what I mean? Or and, even the worst. Or, by the way, yeah. check Let's out Mussolini. Let's say Trump is Mao. I, I love that we talk about Mussolini because you got to watch video. If you, I advise anyone that's ever can get on YouTube to watch clips of Mussolini. Have you ever seen his eyes? Look at how psychotic, like just insane the guy looks. I have a Mussolini um, uh, action figure. Uh, kind of. It's like a 3D sculpture. If you look this up, uh, maybe you could look up Lydia. There's a thing that's uh, his face over like one of the plazas in Italy, and it just says CCC, yes, yes, yes. And it's supposed to be like, vote yes for Mussolini. <laughs> and it's the creepiest thing you're ever going to see. Wow. And you're looking at it, you're like, wait a minute, this was supposed to get people to like, like you? Because you look at it and you're like, this is just straight out of sci-fi. You know, there's a statue of Lenin in Seattle. There's also one in New York on an uh, apartment oh, really? building. I think they I, took it down, Red Square. Yeah, but in like, in, it's a this massive statue just in Seattle. It's, it's so weird. I always wonder about that. I'm like, isn't this guy like not a good dude? He is not a good dude. <laughs> I, t I talk about him in the next book also. What? Did, but what did Lenin do? Did they preserve his body or something? Yeah, his body is on display in Red Square. You yeah, can yeah, still yeah. see it. But his torso is like separated from his uh, uh, lower parts. Oh, that's weird. I, I think he got poisoned. Do you think that Stalin poisoned him? Uh, no, I think they did the research and that's not. Did they dig? Mm. They think they looked him up. Uh, they actually did the test and he did not. Who did the him. test though? Stalin's government? No, I mean like it's like night in the nineties or like much later. Huh? Yeah, he died like abruptly it after a, taking power. And then no, it wasn't Stalin abruptly. Was like, no, it wasn't. Was he like, died was in like 1922 or 24? A few years, like three yeah. or four years. Or, well, relatively, because he was still kind of young, I yeah, think. Yeah, he was kind of young, and yeah. And Stalin just No, but it wasn't that way that. at all. It wasn't a given that Stalin was going to take over. There was this whole intermediate period, and Stalin had this big power struggle. It wasn't like Stalin was like John Adams. With Trotsky? Well, Trotsky was, yeah, Trotsky was part of it, of course, yeah. Dude. What, what's Okay, hey, what's your first book about? What's it called? I've got a few. What do you mean? Oh, the new right, the, the new dear, right, dear reader. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dear reader. Yeah, the, that's the North Korea book. Oh yeah, but the new right. Yeah, yeah. Give us just the new right. Uh, it's just the journey to the fringe of American politics. So it's basically about this whole window of the last, um, like, uh, leading up to 2015, 2016, and and the the right wing that you don't talk about in uh, corporate media. 
So like this? Yeah, exactly this. Isn't I, it weird though? What? Like, what does it mean to be right wing these days? Uh, to regard not all human beings as being as good as others. Really? Do, do you Is think some? It? Hold on, watch this. Ready? Do you think some people are better than others? Yes. Okay. Define uh, better. <laughs> hold on. Some people. Uh, someone on the right says yes. Someone on the left will give a speech. Yeah, that's your litmus test. Just huh. ask. Well, because uh, uh, but but to, to be fair, I think you can dig into the nuance of it. Does it? Uh, do I think? You know, people are deserving of equal rights, 100%. Do I think that some people are taller and some people are shorter? Yep. Does that mean some people are better at basketball than others? Absolutely. The, I, I, argue I'm, I'm better than a child molester. It's not even a question. Oh, yeah. Period. Um, and there's lots of people who are better than me. Many, 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 many. The point is, if you ask... Many, them, many. Many people. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it. Others do. Uh, <laughs> every day I get phone calls. Never got so many phone calls. Uh, so, oh, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. It's just that's outrageous. Uh, I'm just saying it's predictive. You could, anyone listening to this, go ask your friends and you will see that they will either say yes or give you a speech. Really? Yes. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I've got some lefty friends that would say yes. Try it. That's not right. Not, Try I'm, it. I'm, for sure. Yeah, you're saying for sure, but you don't know that. I couldn't say yes. I, w- I, I, can, I can think of like two or three of my friends. I guarantee would be like, yes. But they're on the and right. They, and they voted for Biden. You could, and- be, you could vote for Biden and be on the right. I was going to give a speech because I would have been like, of course, well, are you kidding? Yeah, I was say, wait, are you starting to do with this reverse engineering that like Democratic was left, Republican equals right? No, okay. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out if you like, are you just creating your own what is left and what is right then? No, like if they I'm were not. If, historically speaking and across time and, and different countries, left and right means equality versus hierarchy. That's one of the metrics to distinguish them. There's also the economic and cultural spectrums. Yeah, the, the, those those are harder to port out because Woodrow Wilson, by that metric, is extremely right wing, right? Because he was hardly yeah. very socially conservative, super right. authoritarian. Yeah, but it, but it's an issue of it's not an issue of um, when we're talking about the cultural spectrum of left and right. We're not talking about the where things were. We're talking about where they are. So it's the, the left is the revolution and the right is the status quo. No, that, I mean, uh, sure. No, often. that's how the left defines it. But the, they're the, the revolution and the left is the left side of the that, French that, Revolution. That, that's not a coherent. Uh, oh, I'm not. Yeah, sure. Right. That's not a coherent. That's not a coherent definition. So that's like how they would like to view themselves. But if you look at this, and, and is Pinochet then on the left? Is Emma Goldman? You know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't pour it out. Who's Emma Goldman? What? Really? Do tell. Emma Goldman. Oh my God, I, I, I love her. Emma Goldman, who everyone should be learning more about. She was an early anarchist figure. She was a hardcore left anarchist. He, everyone on Twitter who has this, they all say, "I had this. I just had this realization." Left means hardcore economic control, and right means uh, freedom. So Hitler and Stalin are on the left. I just thought of this. Right. Everyone thinks they thought of this. You're not the only one thought of this. And <laughs> then you ask them about Emma Goldman and the, the early ANCOMs, uh, the anarchist communists. They're like, who's Emma Goldman? It's like, maybe you should know about different schools of thought before you start categorizing and putting on taxonomy. Yeah. So she was one of the early anarchists. Uh, she was involved with the McKinley assassination. She was involved trying to kill Frick who was Andrew Carnegie's uh, man running the plants in Pittsburgh. Her boyfriend at the time shot him, went to jail for this, uh, Alexander Berkman. Um, and she was deported by Woodrow Wilson, J. Edgar Hoover, young J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, this is when the ACLU, the predecessor of the ACLU, was invented because communism and all these kinds of speech were illegal. And they sent her to Russia, hardcore lefty, hardcore lover of violence and revolution. She met with Lenin, and she came back, and she wrote a book called My Disillusionment in Russia, 
And when she was giving talks in England, as she got a standing ovation, when she was finished, you could hear a pin drop because they were not interested in hearing that what was going on in the Soviet Union was oppressive. This was a great experiment. We were going forward. We were going to have equality. And she goes, this is worse than anything the czar ever imagined. They're like, shut up. You know you're talking about. You're a reactionary. An amazing, amazing wow. figure. Um, and, and she really needs to I'm do my part to kind of um, bring her back to pop consciousness. But in many ways, she's the godmother of Antifa. I don't, I don't think that uh, left and right really means anything today. That's inaccurate. But I mean, what, what I mean by that is that when the left says left and right wing, there's no definition to what they're saying. Right, because they use language differently. They use language to manipulate and control. Just but like that, racist but, means someone who is not on the left. But, but there's also people who are on the right, as you define it, who can't define what left and right is either and would use it improperly. But that's just because people use language incorrectly or improperly doesn't mean that that language is not, can't be used incorrectly. I disagree. Lang- language is the vehicle by which we transmit ideas. And if there's no... No, that's, that's other use. Language is also used to manipulate and control. Sure, sure, sure. Well, it's, At the it's, signal I think that groups. still falls within my definition, you know, to, to transmit ideas. And those ideas can be used to manipulate people and restricting and controlling what information they get. But, but that's the opposite of transmitting information. That's limiting information. Well, no, like y- y- saying nothing to someone won't give you control over them necessarily. You need to give them specific information. You need to transmit them a certain idea. Trump is a fascist, but then make sure that's the only information they I, get. I don't think when they're saying Trump is a fascist, they're using that in the same way you and I use language. I, know, I, I right. think when they're saying Trump is a fascist, they mean he's out group, we're in group. Perhaps. But they're, so language You is, think they can define the word fascist in that context? Many of them can, yes. Many, but I, I think most of them can't. The, the, so the way I feel like the left functions is that they have their priests in the cathedral who understand and know what they're doing someone should write a book about this don't you think is that what you, is that what you do <laughs> yes right? yes that's the new right that's the but the so, thesis, so yes. like you write about how that they're they're you know cognizant priests yes and they're literal okay so <clears throat> they're literal televangelists rachel maddow john oliver john stewart back in the day they're literally giving sermons of the morals of the week and then the congregants go on social media and spread the gospel this is not an allegory this is literally the case it is a degeneration of the social gospel which was going on for over 100 years and it's christianity a form of christianity without the mythology but of christianity or just more like a theistic religion is it specifically christianity it's a degeneration of christianity so they took the the, the christian ethics uh, the social gospel which is a variant of very american specific variant they got rid of all the christ stuff but they kept the ideology because what happened was over 100 years ago the idea was uh instead of a person having an individual soul which is historically regarded as one of the great contributions of christianity you can redeem a nation so a nation has a soul that has to be saved. Well, if I'm going to save the soul of a nation, that means there's no aspect of it that is outside my purview and control. I have to be in every boardroom. I have to be in every bedroom. I have to be in every house because I have to root out sin. And that's exactly how they yep, operate. Video true. games, sci-fi movies, the boardroom, who you date, everything falls under the edicts of this church. That's such a bastardization of Christianity because Jesus wanted to empower the self and then the cat, the church came along and tried to make it about control of organiz- other places and things. So let me drop another bomb on you guys. What uh, this is? It's conservatives are supposed to study history and apply its lessons to real life, and they never do it. <laughs> so what would Jesus do? Is written by an explicit Christian socialist in the 1870s. It was from a book called In His Steps, and this book also advocated no platforming. Because the premise of this book is, he was a publisher, the character, it's a novel, and he's like, I'm going to live my life like Jesus would. What would Jesus do? And he goes, well, if Jesus was writing this newspaper, he wouldn't be taking advertisements about or writing news articles about boxing. 
So we're not going to, we're going to pretend boxing, because it's barbaric, doesn't exist. And it's a direct line from that to no platforming of individuals and ideas. And when Christians use that expression, they don't realize it comes from this concept of uh, Christian socialism. But, you know, you mentioned John Stewart. How is it that 15 years ago, the left was in favor of free speech? Uh, Freedom, individual liberties. Sure. So uh, when I'm stronger than you, I ask for freedom because that is according to my principles. When when you're weaker than me, I take away your freedom because that is according to my principles. So you you think that, well... When uh, Republicans are the same way, they're only for right, free course, speech when they're in the out group. Yeah, like so when Trump says if you burn the flag, you go to prison. Yeah, and then you can see who actually has principles. When you right know, the the politically homeless moderates and some conservatives are like that's dumb. You can't do that. You right. can't have it both ways. Yep. So at what point do the Democrats then start advocating for free speech again? Once Biden's in the presidency and they control everything, of they're going to start saying, yeah. now we should have speech? No, they're going to – I think when you have uh, Democrats starting to feel pain and getting marginalized, then they're going to start complaining about free speech. Oh, that's true. That's what happened. Yeah, The Harper's course. letter. Yeah. When all these all exactly. these lefty writers started getting silenced and they're all of a sudden like, we need free speech back. Yes. Where were you a year or two ago? Right. I was thinking earlier that left and right don't mean anything like earlier today, but I think it's – less that it doesn't mean anything because it has some meaning but that it's relative to something yeah and the thing that it's relative to keeps changing here's another definition is is your approach to the outsider leftism at its best is people who are marginalized or forgotten they the leftists will point to that person and be like hey don't forget about this person they're important they value and a lot of times that is useful because that person would fall between the cracks and be treated as garbage and there's something to be saved from that it's also can be dangerous when it's the trojan horse and you're like open the gates Let's let the outsider in. So both left and right, there's the dark side to it and the positive side to it. So uh, there's a great book called by Hubert Selby called Last Exit to Brooklyn. It was heavily censored. And it was basically about like drug addicts. And, and there's a gang rape scene. It's a very dark book Yikes. from like 1958, 1960. But before that, people who were drug addicts were invisible. Like you don't yeah. talk about it. And now every celebrity can go on TV or you can have the, the president's son. Just talk about it openly and they're valorized for it. Yeah. This is a huge change and that's a thanks to the left or because of the fault of the left. Everyone look at it. Let's do Super Chats. If you haven't already, smash the like button because um, you should. It helps the channel. It really does. And I got to give a shout out to Adrian. Who's Adrian? She just watches the show. Oh, hey, Adrian. I want to give a shout out to Alex Jones. This is the crumbled thing. Is it? It was just on the floor and I'm keeping forever, Alex. I love you. It's it's his failed attempt at a tinfoil head. Very failed. I'm going to champion your movement, brother. Uh No. (laughs) I'm going to keep it live. But uh, but no, just to to reiterate, the the, the plan was to get uh, Michael and Alex back on the show because YouTube took on the podcast and said that there was a rule violation. And I said, okay, well, then we'll do another show. We won't violate the rules this time, huh? And Alex said he wouldn't do another show with me because I keep it too real. He was like, like, (laughs) I got to tell you, man, this Michael guy is just too honest. These these elves. What's this elf? Crap! <laughs> I couldn't do it. No, Doctor. but he was he was busy because he, he look he runs his own company. Doctor Menace, Doctor Menace, Doctor Menace. But, but Listen, it, I, Menace. I, I, I gotta just say before we go to super chats, isn't it weird that there was no complaints? What how many mean? how many articles were written complaining about Joe Rogan and Alex right. Jones? No, right. They should put his the thing back up. It didn't violate. I mean, I guess you you no, 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 joke no, about ta- firing no, squads. About, that's technically no, weird. I'm Come talking. On, I'm talking about up. the media reporting on Joe Rogan's show, calling for his cancellation, and the fact that they ignored that we had a show with 157,000 concurrent views no. and nearly two, over 2 million viewers. Joe Rogan is catnip, and I see this every time we make a video about Joe Rogan. People want to hear about Joe Rogan. So weird. Tim Pool's on the down low. Yeah, nobody, nobody cares. cares it's that. really funny when it's there great. are people who complain. They're like, how come he's flying under the radar? No one like, ever writes about guy? him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe because I'm really boring, I guess. 
pretty talk pretty about calm. stuff, but my opinions aren't strong enough one way or the other to be out- well, shocked or outraged. But you know Joe I mean? Rogan is like super kind of center of the road too. He's kind of milk but toast too. He's not. I don't. I, I think Joe is more interested in letting people talk. Exactly. And Ruben's like this also than necessarily presenting his opinion. They don't want right. to get in which is the sight, choice, dude. Yeah. But I don't, they don't want your focus on them. If, if someone the, 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 if the someone messes with you, that's bad. Yeah, you don't want to mess with righteousness. Subscribe. Hit the like button. And we do the show Monday through Friday live at 8 p.m. But let's read some Super Chats. Yes. Les Ormes says, if Trump does end up losing, he should buy CNN and fire everyone. Keep up the good work, guys. Fire he should. No, he shouldn't fire Fire? Everyone. Do you mean fire or set them on fire? <clears throat> no. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. Trump should buy CNN and then just give an editorial edict. The company is now all Trump all the time. Oh, yeah. But good news about Brian Trump. Brian Stelter. And so you're literally have Brian Stelter being like, today, major breaking news. Donald Trump saved a puppy from a, 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 a speeding vehicle He's down wonderful. Fifth Avenue. He dove into the street, grabbed the puppy, rolled out of harm's way, saving the puppy and a small child, actually, at the same time. They would all quit. They'd be like, I'm not <laughs> reporting this fake, you know. Well, you can't blame them in all seriousness. I, that's the, How amazing yeah. would that be? You know, I always, I always thought about this. How come rich people don't do more fun stuff? Like they buy a yacht. So that's so fun. dumb. Boring. A yacht. What are you going to do? Sit on your boat. I don't know. I think sacrificing children to the devil's kind of thing. <laughs> they do Why that don't? a lot, apparently. Why don't they just do like Elon Musk? I get He's like, I'm, he I'm, I'm going to build a rocket ship and go to, to Mars. Moon. I'm going to put satellites in outer space and yeah. give everyone internet. I'm like, okay, that's, well, that's fine. But it's not even as you crazy. Want, your idea of fun is skateboarding. You want Donald Trump to be in a skateboard? Yes. My, my, my idea of, of, I'm not talking about fun. I'm talking about abnormal. Yeah, we got you know what or, I mean? Like, where, where's, where's the rich guy who's building an Iron Man suit? Or at least trying. Beyond there that? is that one guy who I built the, the jet suit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And now the military, the, they're like rescue operations are trying. That's cool. Where's the dude who, like, I don't know, just buys up every billboard in L.A. for no reason and puts something dumb on it for no reason? Just, to, like, wastes time and troll people. I don't know. Where's a rich person who does what you do but has billions of dollars to waste and just go nuts with it? They should go to michaelmalice.com slash contribute. What would you, what would you do if you had endless resources? <laughs> What's, what would be the ultimate weird thing to do if you had money? I promise you it's coming. <laughs> like it's on the way just like buying up every billboard down a highway and just putting random stuff on it makes no sense just to like screw with people well, that's you know? what if someone just bought johnobrennan.com after the failed cia former leader and yeah. redirected it to a trump site oh, snap. <laughs> is that what you did someone did someone did right <laughs> i want to do orbital orbitable orbitable why do i get orbitable i want to do like orbital um music videos and skateboarding oh, like just get fun. some no, low no, orbit this is what you want to do you want to go in a deep sea submersible and see the yes. bottom of the ocean and yes, see all the do. god's mistakes down there god's mistakes yes. cool. god was making all these fish <laughs> and he, them in the ocean. he screwed them up and he's like all right i don't want to look at this anymore. no one's gonna see this bottom of the ocean you go boom done. you know the blob the blob fish of course it doesn't look cr- it doesn't right. look gross underwater right. it's because they depressurize and yeah. it explodes I yeah, they basically there's ancient civilizations under there. There you go. You got to find it. Come like, on, uh, especially on the shelf. Yeah, you got to go under. Like the continental shelf. Caucasian persuasion says graphics interchange format. Enough said. The dude who made it named it that on purpose to call it a GIF. Mm. So could you, could you, like okay? So your your name is is, is Mitchell. You could call you're, me whatever you're you want. You're Mitchell Malice from now on. Okay. No, M- Tim, Mitchell Maliche. Tim Pool is a dim fool. <laughs> <laughs> if it was graphic interface, it would be GIF. Yes, graphic. Graphic yes. Is, is, a, is a soft the G. Dude who I made it said GIF. Care yeah. what he said. What's but his Richard name? Stallman did uh, a GNU. The guy who invented it. Yeah, I don't know the name exactly. Yeah, but I was just reading an article where he name. like he did an interview That's where he said news. he said he was going <laughs> to settle the dispute once and for all. Oh, yes. now you believe CNN? Mitchell, <laughs> Mitchell Maliche. VW Bear says, "I love the Tim Maliche combo. Keep up the good work, guys." Heck yeah. 
You spent money for that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? Glenn says, AT&T uh, sells CNN, Trump buys CNN. Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah. Dude, I so support that. George Mountain says, hey, Tim, new fan. Your principled stance on dialogue and free speech are an inspiration in these rocky times. Oh, I look forward immensely to your podcast with General with Groper General Nick Fuentes. Stay safe, King. That's a very dignified uh, super chat. And it is very dignified. Okay. See, that was someone who wants Nick on the show who is trying to go the positive route. Nice. Yes. Uh, we, we are absolutely um, looking at a lot of different people. Yeah, but I don't. We, I, I'll put it very simply. I don't want to make it like we were pressured into having someone on the show for the sake of having them on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to have people on the show when it matters. And there are some people I'm talking to probably. And sometimes when they don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, no, Michael's coming back. <laughs> no, no, uh, Michael's always welcome. No, but there's, there's, there's some people that have been banned permanently across the board. We're, talk- we're, like, we're, we're, we're thinking about having on because there's important interviews that need to be happening around censorship and the politics in this country. And uh, this includes Nick. Uh, interestingly, so we, we, we've got to do research. We've got to find the right time and moment for, for him and for other people. But, uh, dude, I'm, I'm down to have uh, – we were, we we're going to try and have Alex Jones on again, you know, after they pulled the show in the first place. I'm totally down to have people on – have these conversations. V. Ola says, let's play some Magic the Gathering. I have, like, a $40,000 collection. Legacy, vintage, EDH, modern. We can jam games in a bunker during the Civil War. Oh, man. Vintage. Sounds like Legacy. Fun. I had, like, 26 Impressive. vintage decks till I moved here, and then everyone was like, no, we just play Commander, man, so I ripped them all apart. What? Oh, just commi- Yeah, what? like, 20. Oh, they were all vintage. But I had Soul Ring in every deck. Yeah. You know, it was, like, kind of the carbon cut. Co- you'd see the same cards. The hell are you talking about? The know, best card game of all time. <laughs> the most magic. popular the, the most popular physical Nerds. card game, I guess. I, I know what Magic mm-hmm. is, but I mean. Nerds. It's so fun. You have black white red blue and green magic and they all kind of correlate to a way of being okay you know not curtis says tim michael how would you define or describe marxism and its tenets um i wouldn't michael probably could though uh marxism well that's interesting because marx said he's not a marxist really yeah what? uh he was because because uh, marxism developed as a result of his philosophy but then it kind of went to other ways and he was asked about it he goes but i'm not a marxist so i don't know that off the top of my head i would have a good uh definition i would probably have like four bullet points uh racist no right? wasn't I, he wasn't he racist i don't think it's essential to marxism oh um but uh I, off the top of my head i don't have a good one it's kind of like jesus wasn't a christian <clears throat> Like they took and they he made Jewish. Christianity. Do we want to? Yeah, he was Jewish. Do we, we yeah. want to have a huge spurg out right now? Yeah. No. No. no, no, no. What do you mean? Is water wet? Depends on if you're yes, in it, it or not. It's in it. not wet. What do you mean? Water it's not? is water. Wet means the the condition of having water as part of you. Wet does. Yes. Water is not. This is like the internet that goes water wet, and the answer is no. What? Water produces wetness. Yes. My brain is is dirt dirty. Out. No, no, I don't think dirty and wet are this are parallel words. I think they're really similar because you don't have to have right. dirt to be dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It could be grime or Different it could be dirty, like or, or, or juice. Yeah, like my yes. shirt's all dirty. Is juice juicy? <laughs> I don't know. I think, <laughs> yeah, dirty. juice isn't juicy. I don't think yeah. dirty, don't a think, juicy apple is not. No, 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 thank no. you. I don't think dirty re- uh, references uh, liquid, I think references granular solids. So, like, if you had. Cheetos sure. all over you'd be dirty. Yeah. You know? If I spilled a Coke on my sh- shirt, you'd be cokey. And the shirt would be dirty if it dried <laughs> up. Yes. It, it doesn't dried. feel right though, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but if I like oh I gotta wash my dirty clothes, they're yeah. they're not covered in dirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. They're covered like, in BL. Yeah, you could take a dump in your in your underwear and call it dirty, you know what I mean? If you go to sheathunderwear.com <laughs> and use promo code Malice twenty, yes. you get twenty percent off your order. Here's oh, my shit you up. Here's my sheath underwear is so great. It's comfortable and it has two pouches for both parts of your anatomy. Oh. So if you're a guy, 
It's Very like you're nice. holding your junk while you're wearing it. Sheathunderwear.com, promo code Malice. <laughs> you're going to sell so much. Malice 20. I love she. I wear it every day. You get my pants. You're wearing it now? I am. Oh. This oh, guy oh, is God. literally no, no, no. spon. He's literally sponsored by an underwear company. And he just did it. A, he he's just show- he's showing us. jammed in oh, his cool. promo hey, for, Superman oh, colors for Super his cool. underwear. <laughs> Sheathunderwear.com. I love it. Here we go. Here we go. Dylan Keller says, Michael, would you please elaborate on the clockwork elves and where they exist? I want to know about the relationship between their plane and ours. If Tim won't mm. let you, could you please point me to some other reading or viewing material? I, I refuse to allow <laughs> you to unveil the secrets of the elves. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the pool house. That's right. How much did he pay for the super chat? 50 bucks. Oh, snap. Um, okay. So I am uh, one of the things that I hate. Um, I'm being dead serious is when pe- and this is going to sound ironic coming from me is when people run their mouths when they don't know what they're talking about. So I have very, very limited information on this subject. I can't point you into a good direction. However, this is something I'm going to be learning a lot more about. And when I am allowed, I will be talking about this at length. That's going to be at least two books from now. You you were saying before that sometimes they're surprised you can see them. Yes. That's crazy. Great stuff, Tim. Yeah, that's crazy. You think they're like, um, I don't know. That, that's why I, that's why I was asking Alex because I thought Alex would know so much more about it. So I, wait, like you mean like they're chilling in here right now? And if someone no, took, they're not. It's not. Okay. It's like this. If I, if let's do this again. Here's the picture. The same picture. Okay. okay? This is the picture. I'm listening. This is, it says Tim. You couldn't read my handwriting. It literally <laughs> clearly says Tim. I couldn't read it. Is it, was it upside what down? Did I think it's a, so this is Tim, yeah. right? And here, show the camera. Show the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, I, I want to see if there's anything else here. Are there, are there swastikas? Because usually I'm, dro- I'm drawing those when oh I'm in the bathroom. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Michael. So this is Tim with the beanie. Yeah. And this says Alex. You guys can see this says MM. This is I'm Michael tracking. Malice, right? Yeah. yeah. If you wanted to tell these stick figures where we are in relation to them, they would not know because they only know up and down. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. 2D. So we are kind of behind them or through them but in a different dimension yeah but they don't understand that the language is not there for them where they exist right so the elves are like behind this like behind the mirror but it's again a very poor use of language to describe the relationship between them so we need i think we need is there a word for movement in the in the in the in a fourth dimensional space it's a tesseract when the right, 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 right. If, right, if we yeah. have up, uh, we have up, down, front, back, side to side. In, do we have a word? In and out. Yeah, it's well, in. It's in this thing. Right. It's the veil. Yeah. It, it's the veil. The protons are spinning around each other at the speed of light. NASA Harriman calculated this. So they like, where are you? I'm in you. It's inside no, of this veil. I'm inside you. What's happening is every That's proton. What they would say, I'm inside you. Well, it's like this. This is a 2D projection of us. Right. Right. But it's yeah. also independent of us in one sense. You ever see the 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 the, the uh, documentary called What the Bleep Do We Know? Well, let's watch our language. It's like this. It's like really new age. It's really old, but they do an explanation of this and they say, if you have these two dimensional people and you're looking at their space, they could, you, you could say something and they would hear your voice coming from inside their bodies. Yeah, yeah. And then if you watched them and they run inside their home, you can look down and see inside their home and say, in your closet, you've got three coins. Your, there's shoes and they would be like, how are you seeing all of this? Where are you? I'm above you. What does that mean? Right. But the, the crazy thing is if you moved your finger through their paint, th- through their plane, they would just see the circles, the circles f- form and then disappear. Your finger, yeah. 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 So imagine like, so like, yeah, look, it's, this it's is the like plane. And you go the finger, yeah. 
It's like an MRI. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yes, that's it's a, exactly that's like it. an MRI. Yes. Yeah, I just looked at my MRI today. So, they're, exactly so the, so the elves like. are in a higher dimension or another dimension. Higher. Higher dimension. Yes. An outer and inner. I think it's inside and outside of this at the same time. That would at be the a speed tesseract. Of light. Okay, um, check out the, um, the Schwarzschild proton. It's NASA Harriman's is quantum physics. We'll look back at so, him. So, like, wait, 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 wait. Check this out, Tim, real quick. And he theorizes that every proton is two protons spinning around each other at the speed of light depositing information into the vacuum and then returning. So it's depositing local information into the vacuum. And then the entire super vacuum that we know is calculating that information and then returning you a localized. Well, this has nothing to do with piece. the elves. So I think that's where the, this, this <laughs> so the, the, vibration exists so within that. The question uh, I have is Secondary in that proton. field. If, if, if you were behind me, how would taking like how would taking a substance give me the ability to see you behind me? You know what I mean? If they're in a different dimensional space, like, you know, let's call it a, um, qu- qu- 4D qu- space. Quisto. They're through the, they're through the veil. Yeah. They're, they're, they're to my Quisto or to my. Whatever that's just behind floor. the veil. Yeah. It's fine. We behind the veil. We don't have to make up words. What, what, well, we need some <laughs> word to, to describe that direction. Directionality. But so, we don't have a word. Yeah. I got you. So saying. T- yeah. how does DM, taking DMT allow you to like see around a corner? I don't, I have no idea. I have no information about this. So hmm. how did you come to understand or talk about the elves? I, I just the did. people want the answers, Michael. Well, the people can't always handle the answers. <laughs> they can't handle this. The people aren't real. The veil. Oh snap! I like it. Yeah, you Holograms. get you become, you become real once your super chats are hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. There's this thing called the super holographic uh, reality. So Kevin says, check out Jones Malice Pool stream on BitChute. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. Also, YouTube blocks the name of that site in super chats. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Wow. Well, so we, oh, we, we, like we automatically back up all the shows yeah. on other shoot. platforms. Yeah. And, uh, so when YouTube pulled it, it still existed, you know, and a lot of people were like, it's gone. Where can I find it? It's like, Bit-shoot. and people were saying like, put it on BitChute. Tim, like, it's automatic. I don't do anything. It just appears Good. there, you know? They say, uh, Camaro Chris says, Trump is stepping on the banana peel, getting ready to do the backflip. Camaro so, Chris. So, oh, Camaro Chris. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this <laughs> That's like, can't pronounce GIF either. Yeah. So, so, uh, <laughs> have you heard the, uh, my analogy for like what Trump does? No. That, the, the, there's there's people who think that Trump's playing 4D chess, and there's people who think that Trump is a bumbling fool. Yeah. But the people who think that Trump is a bumbling fool, would, would that would imply that sometimes Trump's walking down the street, slips on a banana peel, but then pulls a perfect backflip and lands and then keeps right, walking. Right. Maybe. Like, maybe. Maybe. It looks like Michigan just got certified. Oh, it did. I don't know if this is accurate or not. It's just what someone on Twitter is telling me. I mean, that's always true, right? Everyone on Twitter is always telling me the truth. We'll double check it. What's what are they saying? They're saying that you know it's good enough for government oh, work. It's Wayne fine. County election results certified after initial deadlock. Okay, updated oh, by pet. So this whole episode was a big waste of All time. All for nothing. You yeah. wasted your time. It's ha, your fault, ha. not ours. Ha, ha. You are welcome. <laughs> uh, so Patch.com has just said. Wayne County election results certified. Huh. So there was a little glimmer of hope that Trump was going to pull something off. Now nah, it's all gone. Now nah. we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Or a little glimmer of fear. Yes. Depending on your Joe, Joe Biden's yep. going to become president. No, that no, Trump no, would win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. The board voted four to zero to certify the results, but with a request to Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn, uh, Jocelyn Benson to audit precincts that were discovered to be out of balance. Jocelyn. Yeah. Jocelyn. Is that yeah. It? There you go. Board members initially failed to certify. Okay. Well, then they have to audit. That's what they're calling yeah, for. For sure. Audit. Yeah. Yeah. That will lead to an audit. That's still interesting. A precedent. That is still a precedent. I'm not giving up. We'll see what happens. Never give up. Canadian Greg says, where's my high? I'm slightly over $100. Oh, what hello. EF? Hello, Greg. He's, <laughs> your high is at the end of the DMT pipe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. We Floyd go County in Georgia. Scientist. Greg's a good guy. Floyd County in Georgia. You, you, you mentioned that yeah. was funny, right? That Someone super chatted it. That's just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Well, Someone... also Wayne County was the first like big transgender rock star. What? Wait, Wayne, County? Wayne County. Wayne County became Jane County. Oh. And huh. her group was called the Backstreet Boys. This is the early 70s. How funny. Weird. Trent says, "Hi guys, I recently rewatched V for Vendetta, of course, and I yep. noticed a lot of spooky parallels with current events. Wow. Amongst others, I think the lockdown are Biden's why they need us moment." Yeah, we talk about this all the time. Yeah, we mentioned it. Yeah. The Great Reset. Like Trudeau literally said it. Yeah. They're taking advantage of a crisis. Boris said and it. Joe said someone it. Someone tweeted at me today. They go, isn't it amazing how they'll talk about it openly? But if you mention it, you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I don't think so anymore. I mean, I've been talking about it. Nobody said there was a conspiracy. I'm, well, that's because you're ignored completely. They don't, don't say know, anything. Yeah, they said you don't exist. Why? Cool. Maybe you're you are. He's in, like in two, a different dimension. Yeah, maybe he's in T space. He is. He totally is. He's in yeah. T space. Maybe yeah. you're like you're, you're like behind yeah. two veils. Oh, ooh, yeah. yeah. Maybe that there's Houdini. nothing they can say. I mean, look, you look at uh, certain political figures on the right, and they've got controversial statements they've said that they can say, "Oh, it's hate speech." Oh, this person is on this. They just ignore me outright. You're like how I liked Britney Spears in the early days. Because <laughs> it was like... Breaking cars? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what that <laughs> what? meant. What? <laughs> the umbrella. It was, I just remember Britney hearing When she her. broke her boyfriend's car with the umbrella. I don't remember oh, that. Crazy. When she are first you, was... Are you kidding? Are you impugning the honor of Britney? Oh, my God. I love Britney. Britney was hitting it super hard. Oh, can I say one more thing? Yeah. I made a, I, I made a big mistake. I went on Twitter <gasps> and I oh, said... No. I wonder what Chris Crocker is up to. Chris oh, Crocker yeah. made that video, Leave Britney Spears yeah, Alone. Chris. And then I, then I tweeted out, I regret looking up at Chris Crocker. And people follow that link. And they're like, God, like F you, Me Malice. Too. And How I go, I told you I regretted it. Why? So what is it? I'm not going to tell you. All but right, if well, they go to Chris don't. Crocker's Twitter, they're going to regret You're it. You're going to regret it. Now you know. Okay. Don't do it. Shut up. Anyway, Chris. what were you saying about Britney Spears? <laughs> um, anyway. you like Britney Spears? In the early days, she was hitting it hard. And it was like, I can't like Britney Spears. Everyone will make fun of me. But I loved her music. So it's kind of like how they are with you. That's I, not what I'm talking about. Yeah, why aren't they? Why aren't they crapping all over me? Yeah, why would they say Tim Pool sucks? Because if they start yeah. talking about you, they're going to get thrown under the but bus. But they didn't. They didn't ignore Britney. They talked about her as in a, a sucking. I ignore Britney. Yeah, you have to. I, I didn't. I got. Admit I got like 120 anyone. million views in October. I think that's one of the biggest political shows in the world. The Beanie my is podcast. Available. My personal podcast is ranked 46 on iTunes. And uh, this show is number 106 on iTunes. It's like some of the biggest, you know, the, it's a top 250. And we just had Alex Jones on to the biggest show with Tim, over 2 million views. Tim, Tim, do you do you want gossip columns about you? I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's weird. It is kind of weird. Dude, I, I've never media. really talked about it. He because... sits down to pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Thank you. Gossip. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I have the documents. Oh, gosh. I normally, I normally don't mention this because I don't want hit pieces or anything like that. I purposely avoid, you know, controversial, you know, uh, uh, like, I don't like going on other people's shows for a variety of reasons, but it is, I got to say, very strange. I thought we would get backlash for having Jones on. We didn't. We got nothing. Nothing. Kind of weird. 150, 157,000 concurrent views, like something like 2.3 million views. Nothing. Because I'm magic. And it even got pulled because of what, you know, uh, this controversy. Nothing. One article from the Washington Times for the most part. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. No phone calls. You no never emails. hear Alex mentioned on like legacy media either. That's not true. I hate he that just, the, the, the reason legacy, this, what do you, how do you refer to it though? The corporate press. I hate legacy. Well, but but this, YouTube's corporate too. Yeah. Tim this, has a corporation. It's not legacy. Yeah. Okay. This came about because when Alex went on Jones, they tried canceling, uh, uh, they tried, I'm sorry, when Alex went on Jones, when Alex went on Joe, <laughs> they started complaining they wanted Joe banned. Spotify defended him. There was this big hubbub. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So whatever these organizations are, Council on Foreign Relations, Economic Forum, CBS, ABC, <laughs> CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all these crazy news organizations, it's like a coordinated function. Yes, so sir. There, there's a reason why they don't 
elevate up and coming people that are explaining the, you know, the financial system and the structure and the, the coordination and all that. Yeah. So Tim, that's my two cents. What? You do I have guess. an article. You have one article. It's from Reclaim the Net. It just says YouTube yeah, removes Re- Alex Reclaim Jones the Net is an anti anti censorship. Right. Reclaim yeah. the Net is an anti censorship pro free speech. That's all. That is amazing. The fe- to me. The, uh, let me give you this. The Federalist uh, asked me to write an article, and I said th- I said it wasn't my place to write it. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's but I'm that. I'm just saying like it's just weird, and, and I br- I only bring it up because I, I I figured surely this is the one that we had Enrique Tarrio on from the chairman of the Proud Boys. Nothing. Nothing. Still. Not a, it's a good interview. That's why. It and, it, and it got a ton of views and the. Was he wearing the um, Fred Perry? He was, wasn't he? Was he? No, he wasn't. No, he, he was wasn't. Wearing a t-shirt, yeah. But we had, we literally, at, at, and this is just uh, like a week or two after the uh, after the debates when they're all talking about the Proud Boys and like we're going to get the chairman on of a huge show. So great, yeah. Nothing, dude. The Alex fun. show was awesome. I know, I was there. That's do, why they're not do, talking do about you think it. Oh, we, yeah. Because do you think it's because we humanize these people? We humanize people like Enrique. We humanize people like Alex Jones. You know what? You know what I think it is. Honestly, I'm not going to like. There's two two, two things. If they are so intent that Alex Jones is completely out of his mind in every way, like he's like a, a hundred out of a hundred, that if he's just like 80, all of a sudden they have a problem. Just right. like a, exactly. if Trump is a Hitler, exactly. that he's just like a, like a McKinley, they have a big problem because their, their narrative is a lie. So if Alex Jones <clears throat> isn't 100% crazy, if he's only 80% crazy, now they've got an issue. Because then why are we completely censoring this guy who's 20% of the time kind of making okay, sense? Yeah. Was McKinley like a psycho? No, what? He was just mediocre. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah. Mimes says Trump loves space and technology. He talked about going to Mars during the RNC. He did, yeah. He also said he was Batman. Did yeah. he really? I hope he did. Yeah, that's awesome. There was a little kid. Trump took him up in his helicopter before he was president. <gasps> and the kid says, are you Batman? He goes, I am Batman. That's Look so it cool. up. There's a headline. Oh, Trump says, awesome. I'm Batman. Which I guess means that he watched his parents get shot. Maybe oh, gosh. Building, that's awful. Uh, Probably Iron on Fifth Man Avenue. Suit. Yeah, still got votes. <laughs> OPE says, with the issue of Joe not being able to finish his oath of office... The oath of office. Mm-hmm. The provision of the Constitution that would have VP elect then get sworn in should be changed because didn't the person that got second in the election become VP? Ooh, I don't know. What? I, yeah, I guess what we were talking back about. in the day, like yeah, Aaron yeah, Burr. They changed it, right? Yeah. It, was a, it was an amendment, I think. Yes. And then Aaron Burr went on and killed uh, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, yes, my stuff. hero. And I have a piece of Alexander Hamilton's hair in my house. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I read that Hamilton didn't really think it was going to become lethal. Like, ha- apparently Hamilton shot in the air is one of the theories. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. He didn't in- actually intend. He was like, okay, and, I'll go to the duel, but, but I'm not many actually, of the, And that's not unique to him. Many of these duels were for show because these bullets were not very effective. or and, and they'd miss. And they basically were real men. We shoot at each other, then we shake hands, and it's all squashed. Yeah. Honor culture stuff, yeah. He took a bullet to the, he to the chest, right? I think to so, the, to yeah. To the lung or something. Yeah. It took him a couple – he died on my birthday, 1804, nice. July 12th. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Notorious B.I.G. died on my birthday. Oh. I remember he, when I was a little – not dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. Do you mean Ann Navarro? Well, uh, <laughs> Eric uh, Digrapont says, Trump isn't playing 4D chess. He's Captain Jack Sparrow. Does he mm. plan it or does it all just work I mean, out? Does, yeah. that mean, does he mean beats his girlfriend? Is that what he means? Well, Jack Sparrow? No. no Amber. Doesn't. Amber. She's beat him? I don't know. That's what the theory that Trump has positive mental attitude and it actually works. He doesn't. He's highly negative. What if that Trump is... Uh, exists on a higher plane and he does, is, exist on a does plane. DMT and so he can see the elves and the help him. What if Trump is a senile old man and Saul Baron? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the other theory. How is it that someone who's like 70 whatever is the best person on social media on earth? This makes know. no he sense. Nails it. Something, something's happening to, to uh, 2016 something happened. 
I love I love the theories that CERN fired the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> broke reality. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did, didn't they? Like, yeah. they did experiment, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Trump becomes president. Yeah, they, and it's like everyone's freaking out. How do we get back to normal? How do we reverse things? There and is no normal. Wasn't wasn't someone talking about exactly. that? That on election night this year they fired the collider again? Or did something they? Like that? Did they seriously? They, they wait until a specific you moment to do it. They would have learned the first time. Jeez, guys, come on! Now we're going to Google it. Give us a no, but then it. Biden won. They, they did fixed it. it, or did he? Dun dun dun! Yeah, they might be messing with dimensional interaction. Two weeks ago, N- not that we are teleporting in the sense that we think. Like three dimensional movement is more like we're appearing in place over and over and over again. So like. You know, right now I'm I'm spinning my my fermions and bosons are spinning around, forming matter in this position. And when I look like I'm moving, it's actually just going to appear in a new spot at light speed. So that can change if the hadron collider could change the way that we're appearing. But the question is, jokingly, did they rip? Uh, you know, did they yeah. send us into a different dimension yeah. where Trump becomes yes. president, and, and the then they were like, "You have to reverse it." I love I love watching these sci-fi movies where they're like they accidentally switch dimensions and they're all panicking. Turn the machine back on. Oh no! And it's like that's what really happened. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I that's what I'm writing about for my next book is walking around New York when during the lockdowns and no one's on the street. It really did feel like one of those movies where you're in the wrong dimension. It's like Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. Like Times Square was deserted. New yep. York City was deserted. After 9-11, it wasn't deserted. I, yeah. I've been in New York all my life. I've never seen anything like this. Where are the people? I where went, are the people? I, exactly. I, I went to a small town. Recently, rode my bike 32 miles. It was crazy. But went to the small town, no people yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing. Like, no joke when I say no people. I saw like one person sitting under, like a, under a, yeah. a massive tent in a park. One person just sitting under it. And I'm like, why is there a massive tent with all these chairs and only one person? Who set this up? Why? And why is there one person? They were doing nothing. This is the craziest thing. Yeah. They were just sitting there. That, that reminds me of the first nothing. episode of The Twilight Zone where this guy gets to this town and there's no one absolutely no one and he's trying to figure out what's going on he calls everyone and he's like he drags this mannequin out of a car and he makes his own coffee because he's like losing his mind didn't it turn out that he was in like a nuclear test site he was and this reminds (laughs) me a little bit of going to la when we were driving on the highway there there were no cars it was bizarre what if we're just like the dimensional equivalent of like you know animals in a terrarium they're watching and collecting data on and they've abandoned the project but so they're like that's one of the theories yeah they, 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 they got all the data they needed so they back they so now they've just left the terrarium like on the shelf it's self-sustaining for the most part and they walked away and then just all it's all chaos now uh, uh, i bet they were curious what would happen that's if we how, had a black the, president what's what's the theory that what? that's not the elf theory though what's oh, no, what is it yeah well the elf theory is not that the, the, oh no no, no, no right. totally what's theory, yeah. have you you've heard the theory that we're an experiment or yeah. something what is it Sounds you fun. just said it oh that's it yeah i thought there was more to it no because i just made i was just thinking like you know what if that'd be cool i guess I guess simulation or whatever. Yeah, and they got bored, so they're done. My 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 theory is that um, Rick is back from college. He's nineteen and he's playing Simulation Earth. You know, the year's twenty seventy something. It's a really realistic AI. And then you know the doorbell rings because the pizza guy showed up with his calzone and his Mountain Dew. So he gets up to go to the door, and then his little brother Billy jumps on the computer and starts mashing keys. And then Ricky walks back in and he's got the calzone. He goes, "Billy, what are you doing? Oh, what what is?" Oh. Donald Trump is president? Oh, dude, how do I undo? How do you undo? What did you do? Oh, man, I gotta what, impeach him. And- one of my favorite comedians, Joe Mackey, has this great bit about if he was going back in time and he killed baby Hitler, everyone would be like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm from the future. And things really take a turn with this baby. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that's true. And he's like, while I'm there, I might as well take out Himmler and Schickler-Gruber and all these other Kill people. Kill all these babies. Yeah. Seriously, they're like, what is going on? He's like, no, I, I know what I'm doing. Just trust me on this one. <laughs> Killing me. I, I truly feel like we're in another dimension. But is that – it's? Imp- I don't know how to explain it. Prove it. It's like a chaos dimension. You can't prove it. Like in 2008 – I'm lawnmower man, people. I could have. I believe it. <laughs> In real life, I'm a mentally limited lawnmower. <laughs> there was there was a moment. <laughs> I have got here. I, I I think that's true. You're like Sheo Gorath. What's or that? He's the god of chaos in Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. Or one of the Daedric princes of, of chaos. Don't look at me. Loki or similar. Or like, set, yeah. You have that embodiment of, of chaos. Yeah. Of, of In every culture. You know, jovial one. chaos. Kind every of. time I go to the bathroom, you don't know what's going to come out. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's confetti. <laughs> you, know what, you know what Sometimes it's cotton is? candy. <laughs> Michael is. Uh, upper Decker, you mean. On Upper Decker, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Top yeah. Shel- I, we call it Top Shelving. Yeah, yeah, I learned that from Upper Decker. Oh, yeah. Canadian Greg says, I believe New York Times released today 40% of New Yorkers on Manhattan fled the city since February. I don't know if it's that much. I think it's way less than that. I think it was 400,000 people. It's a lot of people, though. I heard, three, yeah, heard 300,000. Yeah. He uses the metric system. He's in Canada, so it's different for him. Trevor, yes. Trevor says, Trump is actually John Teeter and has seen the future. Fourth oh. dimension is time travel. Dun, dun, dun. Well, so uh, fourth dimension could be, could be time. Um, we, you know, uh, it just depends on how you're framing things, I suppose. Sure. There could be a fourth spatial dimension, or we could say that uh, time is a dimension that we can't freely move through and we're being pushed through. So uh, the way you could see it is if we have three dimensions in which we can control our movement to a certain degree, time would be like if we are falling down a sh- an endless shaft. There's another way to look at this is something that's either it's, sometimes things sound profound. They also sound stupid at the same time. They're both a shopping list is time travel. A shopping list is you telling your future self a message, just like, yeah. you know, if you go back in time, it's just like the other that. direction. And we don't think about in these terms, but there's lots of little mechanisms like this where we could tell each other things at different points in time. Have you seen Tenet? I've not. What is it? It's the new uh, Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah, it's good. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's so great. basically, someone discovers a way to reverse entropy. Oh. And so it, cr- it creates literally objects that move the other direction in time. And so there's crazy dynamics. The movie's cool. But basically... Some point in the future, they invent it, creating a path to go back in time. But when you're, when you invert entropy, you perceive yourself normally, but everything else is different. And so you can't breathe because inverted oxygen can't enter your cells. So you need inverted, uh, a regular oxygen can't enter, in, enter inverted cells. So you need inverted oxygen with you. Otherwise you die. So they have to wear suits, but it's really cool watching how diff- two different, you know, uh, objects moving different directions through time interact with each other. It's a cool concept. Yeah. Along your uh, allegory of the writing, the list is time travel. So is internet video. So is just recording in general, because right now you are watching this now. But now for me is later for me. Yes. And you're watching it now, which is. And by the time most people experience this, like when they watch the clip or whatever. We're going to be doing something entirely different. You're watching the past. You're you're looking into the past. Dead. Yeah. You know it's going to be really well, weird. You might as well be alive. How like history is going to be perfectly preserved almost. You know, with all of this data and all these videos that in the future their supercomputers are going to be able to go through all of these videos and be like, right. "Here's what really happened." I, I or I bet they're going to be able to build supercomputers that can show video of potential futures as well. So now we look at video oh, of the past. Point, yeah, that'd be interesting. What were you going to say? No, I agree with you. I was going to yeah. say anything. Jack Martin says, why would Trump commit so hard to the fraud narrative if he and his team didn't truly believe they have a rock solid case? Because I think, I think it, I, 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 that's an easy one because it, it, it gives Trump an enormous amount of pleasure to watch his enemies in the media squirm and, and for, impotently. 
And it also gives him an out without being a loser. And it also is a fundraiser for him. Yeah. And it makes his fans happy because it's fun for them. At the he's fighting. Least. He's fighting the bitter end, tooth and nail. He's going to say, I didn't lose. It was stolen. So he'll always be the winner. And that's a narrative. It's very powerful. Wow. May I put Forever. my two cents in? Mm-hmm. I think that um, he actually does have some very solid evidence. I have no idea what it is. I think it's a lot more solid than you guys think. And I guess we'll see. Oh, that's a good point. That's my I'm, two cents. I'm not, uh, you know. I know. Tim's not sold. Tim's not no, sold. No, I, okay. I, 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 for a while I was thinking they did. But as time goes on, I'm kind of yeah, just. Yeah, time is getting on. It's yeah, I, I tweeted about this. I said, release the Kraken. Is what was, it's trending on Twitter. I said, Yo. it sounds an awful lot like trust the plan. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm chilling. If you guys have evidence, I look forward to seeing it, you know. And then Viva Frey, who's this lawyer, said the longer they wait to release it, the bigger it's going to need to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact. Absolutely. And so I'm not I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm not. I mean, they talk about all this stuff openly, like Dominion voting systems. And was it was it smart, smart tech or whatever the company's called? I don't you know heard of that yet. What is that? It's the software company that like th- these companies have shady backgrounds and shady histories. And there's been, you know, uh, questions about whether or not mach- the machines can be manipulated. I firmly believe and I'm talking about John, um, um, because I watched John Oliver, and John Oliver told me Naturally. they can very easily ha- hack these machines, so I believe it. Uh, in that case, I believe it's possible they have evidence. They do. Um, I, I, I can't imagine that a year ago, John Oliver was saying it's current year, they're hacking voting machines, and there wasn't some, you know, someone paying attention to this. Tim, it's no longer current year, duh. <laughs> so a year, a, a year it later? 2019. <laughs> But listen, I'll tell you this. Do you have confidence that the Trump team was paying enough attention and prepared enough to actually, you know, catch evidence of vote machine manipulation? Or are they just now after the fact going, oh, yeah, hey, look. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I have yeah. I have confidence that democracy is when the good guys win and a coup or populism is when the wrong people win. They mm-hmm. do not believe in democracy other than an ex post facto rationalization for what they wanted to do the entire time. Just like Amy – remember? Amy Comey Barrett. Oh, it's illegitimate. The, you know, the senators don't have rights to point or we're going to walk out of the hearing. That was yeah. two weeks before the election. Right. Nope. Have to wonder why they, they, they pushed her through so quickly. They could have they could have approved her in the lame duck session, but they chose to do it just before the election. Well, that was smart to galvanize their voters. I mean, I thought it was very smart. I think, I think, I think across the, issue- the right wing, sorry to interrupt you, that, that, that was clearly Trump's biggest accomplishment was the Supreme Court. Yes, but then people have all, so the question is, if people are already satisfied with what, he, what he's done, why won't they go vote? And there was a question of, if they don't approve her, will it then be like, everybody go vote to make sure? It could potentially send out more Democrats, though. Sure. Maybe. Or I, maybe just wanted to get it done, because yeah. I think the question is, is she going to play a role in a Supreme Court ruling for Trump? I think what I'm looking forward to is them building on the Heller decision. What's, What's that? that? The Heller decision is what, for the first time, the Supreme Court adjudicated that the Second Amendment is, in fact, an individual right. And if it is an individual right, then lots of these laws at different cities are up for grabs in terms of their legality. Just gone. Or so, I know about gone, but the Supreme Court's going to look at them in a different context now. Mm. Now, there's, now there's room to build on that lawsuit. So basically, I can get like, you know, like a 200-round drum for a handgun or something and just like... Well, it around well, the my... premise is if abortion is not subject to regulation, as many people would have it, and free speech is not subject to you know regulation, as many people have it. If the Supreme Court regards it in the same context as the others right. too, what's your legal argument for splitting these hairs? Right. Interesting. Well, 
We've gone a little a bit over as per usual, as but we uh, do. thanks for hanging out, everybody. Make sure you smash the like button. Do it. Smash it. Smash it. And uh, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. We're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. We're going to have a really fun show tomorrow, so make sure you come and hang out. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Parlor at TimCast, and you can check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash TimCast and youtube.com slash TimCastNews. Michael, so, so uh, thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to promote your underwear again? Uh, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Michael Malice official, Twitter.com slash Michael Malice and MalcolmSellLocals.com. And if you go to SheathUnderwear.com, oh use promo code Malice20, you get 20% off. And you could have your underwear holding your genitals the entire time. <laughs> You're on a podcast. Oh, right. It's a lot of fun. I That's love it. And you know what? Somewhere. They have camouflage underwear, so your genitalia can so be even more invisible. It's like Ooh. someone's gripping your junk while you're sitting there in your chair for three hours. <laughs> the whole time. Oh, there you go, man. I, I, I wish you the best in selling you many can pairs. Get, you can get in my pants. Why do we call it a pair of underwear? Do we call it a pair? We call it a pair of pants. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, British it's people one call thing. it pants. It is, yeah. yeah. Pants, plural? Uh, yeah. Pantalones. Yeah. A, a, a piece of underwear? pants. Yeah. It should just be a pant. They do uh, say pant. They say this like a carpenter pant. That's yeah, interesting. That's weird. Pant, pant suit. Huh. But what, how do we say a, a pair of underwear? Yeah. Is that, is that, yeah. that sounds weird. Because two legs. I, I, I like how we're all immigrants all of a sudden. <laughs> how <laughs> they say in this country? <laughs> pair underwear? That's a piece, crazy. A piece? A piece of a underwear. A unit <laughs> of underwear? I would like a proof of underwear. Proof. <laughs> You're on something about the pair thing being weird. I'm not the first yeah. person who said it, but uh, you want to... You wanna, that was, yeah. I, I just totally made a, a bad joke there. Um... Hey, tell me about your books real quick. Well, what do you want to know? Just what are they called? So and- the Dear Reader is, is the unauthorized autobiography of Kim Jong-il. So it's everything you need to know about North Korea in a book. Super cool. And I want to make it entertaining that you could read in the bathroom or uh, the beach. Because all the books out there were too dark. So this is <laughs> literally everything you need to know. I went there, did the research. And wow. the, the new right is uh, uh, about right populism or more correctly anti-left um, political movements that you're not supposed to talk about. And oh, the next yeah. one's going to be called The White Pill. Very know. cool. It's about why the good guys won and why they will win again. Oh, well, that, that makes me uh, very hopeful, Michael. Thank you. That's the white pill. And I'm Ian Crossland. Uh, you can follow me on most social networks, including mine's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, who is producing yeah, over Sour there. Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. Right on. We will be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live. So again, before you go, do us a favor. Smash the like button. Also, make sure to check us out on all podcast platforms. If you want to listen after the fact or you want to get you, maybe you missed a show, you get up in the morning. We're on everywhere. We're on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Yes. And uh, you can tell your friends. It's okay. You can let them know this is the best podcast ever. Fact. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Uh, News and especially when Michael's on the show. <laughs> Correct. Sure. It's never going to happen again. <laughs> no, nope, it's over. You're it's done. Over. It's over. You're done. You're How fine. dare <laughs> you sell underwear? <laughs> this is not an underwear kind of show. Chilly. This is a commando show. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> we will see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.